Hey, welcome to Table Talk with Sal, and today we have uh, Keon. Yeah, aka DJ King Keon, man, this bitch like I never left. You already know. Hell yeah, dude. I, I struggled with your dude. I, I'm horrible <laughs> with fucking names, bro. It's okay, bro. I'm gonna start calling you uh, Steve. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one too. Steve did it. That part. Steve grew it, but no, Wink. thank you for the opportunity, bro. This shit is gonna be cool, man. Hell yeah, I'm glad to put my name out there and just like let people know me in the valley if they happen. So let's do it. Hell yeah. So let's just jump right into it, bro. So Keon, I met you at Zoomies. Yeah, like right, right. Whenever I was probably like a year now, less than a year out of the military, and you were working at Zoomies, and I was like, dude, this guy's fucking cool as. Fuck, dude. Thank you, and man. Then you, Thank you. You had a, a real good energy about you, so I asked you about some stuff, and then you put me on to, like, um, DJ sets, dances, and yep. stuff that you're doing out here, because I, I asked you what's going on in the community, yeah. you know, in Tulare and Visalia and Porterville area, and then you just gave me a whole bunch of <laughs> list of things that you did. Totally. Totally. And I was really impressed bro you know because you don't really that. hear about people really following um their passion mm -hmm. around these parts right right but you are and like i think that's one thing that's like you said people aren't really finding that following their passions one thing is just like in the valley bro especially like porterville bakersfield fresno bro it's a bubble it's a bubble because we have like so much going on here and like i don't know if it's just the drive of some people or this is the way some people are raised sometimes but like they don't have the drive to want to get out and um i had the opportunity to get out once I was a senior, you know, in college, I mean, not college, but high school, like an independence high school in Bakersfield. Like once I got that opportunity to go to Hawaii, dude, I jumped at it, man, because like that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And like, I feel like a lot of people sometimes they don't even get that. Or if they do, they still won't take it. So mm -hmm. when I, I had to take it, bro. And then it kind of just led me to down like a bunch of different paths into Kind of just like where I am now. You said you met me at Zoomies and Tulare. Now I'm running the Visalia store, the Visalia Mall. Shout out to my team, 176. I love you guys. Yeah. Good vibe tribe. But that's sick. It, dude, it was just, it was just like, it was meant to be, I feel like, meeting you sometimes because like it was just such good energy back, back out to you, man. And like a lot of people say, like, I have such good energy. I only give that good energy sometimes to people who have that tenfold and i felt that with you bro and yeah. like you're funny as hell dude <laughs> you're funny as fuck bro and just like your energy i'm sure this like even you being in fucking like in the military some people some of your brothers or some people part of your platoon probably laugh their ass off at you bro and <laughs> it's just like that energy i felt in my god dude so i had to explain to you just like everything going on here because a lot of people don't know what's going on in the 559 or even the 661 bro people think it's a, not just not shit going on it's like there's nothing to go do in bakersfield there's nothing to do in porterville bro there's so much to do you just have to freaking look just look yeah, it's like, uh, you know, strapping on your boots yeah. and actually putting yourself out there, which a lot of people are super um, con like conservative, not in the political sense, but they're just super conservative about them themselves. Yeah. I think a lot of people are scared out here. Yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, um, people. I feel like people are kind of scared to follow their, their dreams, bro. You know, <sighs> or it, even just take a fucking step out, you know, yes. like, you know, <sighs> 
motherfuckers will go to the same taco shop oh God, for bro. years instead of trying out the new barbecue spot or the new Korean spot or the new Japanese yeah, spot. You, you know, know what I mean? For real. For real. Because they're just such big creatures of habit. If you can just break those habits or get out of those habits, do you know how much better you can be as a person? And just like how much better you can... how. This cultured, more cultured you can be as this as a person, and that's what it's all about. Because why just dive into like one Mexican cuisine or at one Mexican taco shop when you can go to the next Mendisco's place or other places like that? You know, to try different parts of the cuisine. You're yeah. just so stuck on this like a carne asada taco, bro, for the past 17 years. Like, dude, break out of that bitch. You feel me? Like, break out of that bitch, bro. Like, people yeah. need to. Yeah. So we were talking before, and you just said it. So you were able to go to Hawaii, bro. <laughs> yeah so man. what was up with that oh dude hawaii i still say honolulu is home and like whew, like so my life in hawaii was it's still still it's, it was gnarly and like it was definitely gnarly and like that's the way i talk the way i do like bro like i told you before my like the way i speak bro is like freaking like skater vibe island vibe and like hood slang all in one and so, like, <laughs> that's, that's because it, yeah. i've just been around that so much being from like southwest bakersfield i was just around this like it was a lot of just like white people definitely a lot of there's a few mexicans here and there but yeah but i wasn't used to being like the only black kid in my school you know so i've been going to hawaii and <laughs> going to university of hawaii dude it's it's basically two percent black people it was me mm. or the football team you feel me and so <laughs> it was just different dude and like i loved it i love being around that different types of cultures melting pot of people so my university got what second or first in the whole country about being the most diverse university oh that's because sick. you have to like you have to really think we're in hawaii so people from new hampshire is coming over there people from miami is coming over there people from baltimore people from wisconsin are coming over there so i have friends like from everywhere in this country and it's so dope i can just like lean on them to like do all that but one of the main things i started which is like why i'm dj king keon is like i joined a fraternity so i'm in tke talk kappa epsilon shout out to my boys love you guys bro tke to the end till i fucking die bro like those are my fucking brothers and they got me through so much just even as a man they taught me so much even as a man and uh i just give it all to like the older people there because they took me under their wing and just kind of like not raised me but this kind of guided me to where i needed to go and not guided me through like through different type of drugs or drinking like that they just really put to me to me what is important in life and they they showed me what's important in life and so i sh I, I love my brothers out there and i just love all of them shout out will shout out brandon shout out eric shout out highland like all my fraternity brothers i love you guys gabe like you guys are my boys so fucking in i just can't thank you enough just for that and so um my dj like career started off so I did my first year in uh, college in Hawaii, in my dorm room. It was cool because I had my own dorm room to myself. So all my brothers would always just come to my room and chill, smoke yeah. and shit. And so that, that shit was fucking, it was fucking dope. It was fucking dope. My, but my big in my fraternity, since I was his little, it's a little Filipino named Manny. But Manny threw the fuck down. And I still love you, bro. He's my big bro to the end. Yeah. Manny threw the fuck down, bro. Always in my room. He was just chilling, always throwing down. And he was like the DJ of the fraternity at the time, but he was a senior. So he's about ready to go well on his way out. And um, now he's throwing down in San Francisco. He's doing hella good, Manny. Shout out to you, bro. But um, so he did that. And now I went back home in Lancaster because I didn't want to go back to Bakersfield because, bro, like Bakersfield is Bakersfield. And like, I feel like everyone knows each other. And like, 
so people talk too much about each other and like i don't know just from where i'm from this like have nothing too much to do so that, all they do is just this just chat. And so like yeah and like i don't i don't really fuck with that and it was just something i've been used to my whole life so i went back to lancaster that's where my mom lived and that's where my mom's from and so i went back to lancaster for that this summer you know what i mean and i just picked up a dj deck and i just started just learning how to do different shit knobs and like i have my little sister there she just had turned one and i just sit her next to my dj deck and she just watch me spin and like little things like that it was super cute it's super fun and so i was still doing it as a hobby super fun something to do in lancaster because there's not shit to do out there <laughs> so then um i went back to school in the fall you know what i mean and i just started spinning for my brothers just to just like have them check me out and they were like bro like i'm just like what and he's just like you're actually like hella good and i'm just like nah no way bro no way he's like do you want to dj like the fraternity um uh football game like this friday and like not this friday but this saturday and i'm like Fuck yeah, sure. I was nervous as fuck, but one thing about me, dude, I dive deep into that shit. Like, I'm not really a f one to be afraid of like things or get nervous about things, and that's where, like you were saying, just like I feel like a lot of people here are just nervous and afraid. But people just you, you have to just say fuck it, bro. Just say fuck it and just do that shit, and you can go so far in life. And you don't, you don't like. And one thing I even say too is seek discomfort. Seek discomfort yeah. because if you seek discomfort, you'll see what type of character you are, and that's super character building as well. And it's going to make you go into places that work to where you're uncomfortable, and it's going to make you a better person in the end. Yeah. And I just did that, and I still live by that. Just seek discomfort. And so um, that's also one of like a, my favorite YouTube pages too. It's called Yes Theory. Shout out to them too. But um, yeah, dude, I sought discomfort. And they said, I DJed that Saturday and I woke up to like eight or nine messages from promoters in Hawaii just saying that they wanted me to DJ like their clubs and yeah. places like that, bro. And I just, I just couldn't believe it, dude. I couldn't believe it because I was literally 19. I was like, bro. And I just told them, like, I can't DJ like the 20, 20 on up clubs. I'm just 19. Like two or three of them just said, okay, I'm like, I'm sorry. Just let me know when you're 21. Da, da, da. But the rest of them, bro, they were just like, hey, like we just won't give you alcohol and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And so... I threw down that on that Saturday at uh, Aloha Stadium. That's the first place I DJ Aloha Stadium, and it's about to get torn down right now. I heard so. Damn, RIP Aloha Stadium because I have so much freaking history there. Obviously, like all the NFL freaking All Star games were played there for a long time. So, I love I love Aloha Stadium. I love Honolulu, and I love my people there. But yeah, Aloha Stadium definitely made me. That's when I had my first gig, and just watching the crowd react to like my DJing was just like super inspiring and it's super encouraging this to, this is what i need to do so you are an entertainer right yeah totally you, so do you feel because I, I i feel it whenever i i do comedy sets right but do you feel whenever you see people dancing like having a good time how does that make you feel bro that's just like that's where i get my energy from from the other people when i see someone just like just start getting down on the dance floor to me i'm just like you know what dude i'm gonna keep throwing it down even like even more and like i don't care if it's one or even two people bro like i'm playing for you then people can sit down you can sit down all you want now i'm just playing for him because he's the one i really want like to really just to make happy because if you're not really you guys aren't dancing and stuff then like then why are you just there in my opinion you know what i mean like a lot of the places i dj it's like a lot of dancing it's a lot of this like crowd work and a lot of getting involved like i understand yeah i've dj a lot of weddings so i understand this the sitting down aspect of it totally totally but like 
when the reception happens, boy, you better get your ass up and start dancing with the bride, but the groom, with everybody, because like, why are you just going to be there just to be there? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, dude, energy is such a big thing, and like, that's why one thing a lot of the celebrities I've DJed for, they say they want me to DJ is because my energy, bro. I give it my all. Because why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? That's literally like the question you have to ask yourself. Why the fuck not? Because you can go so far if you ask yourself that. And if you can't give yourself an answer, then hey, you better do that shit for real. Facts, 110%. I'm there with you. Dude, so you're out there. You're letting people hit their Dougie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have yeah. to, bro. I have to, bro. And I just love that shit, bro. Even like, I don't care who you are, bro. I just see some people, some crazy ass people just get drunk on the liquor, bro, and just hit their Dougie. I'm like, damn. Okay, yeah. I didn't even know you asking Dougie. I didn't yeah. know you even knew what the Dougie was. <laughs> and so, like, that's just, just crazy in itself. But. Dude, like being an open format DJ, I've seen an open format, meaning I can do like any types of genre. And so I've done like a Spanish wedding like three, four months ago. I do emo nights in Bakersfield. Like I can do anything. And like, not to talk my shit, but yeah, I'm going to talk my yeah, shit. Talk you feel shit. Me? Yeah, talk your shit. I'm going to talk my shit. You feel me? And like, I feel like I'm definitely one of the best DJs in the Valley, dude. Like easily. That way. Easily. You feel me? Like, just especially coming from Hawaii and stuff, like I'm very humble. But I'm also a Leo, so you feel me? Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, so, like, I'm definitely super down to earth, and I just love my people. I love people who just give that good energy again. And, like, those are people I surround myself with because that's how I know I'm going to go far. I know I am. Ma Ma yeah, bro, honestly, I, I see it, dude. Thank there's, you. There's no way. I, I wouldn't want to – I wouldn't <sighs> – I wouldn't want you on the podcast if I didn't think that you were what you were doing was positive and positive and you actually had heart, you know? And right. that's something that you do have. You have heart, bro. Thank you so much. I swear. No, but and like bro, with you like even giving a platform to people in the valley to do this, like that's just fucking amazing, dude. That's literally like I don't people I don't think people understand how big this is yet. But they go fucking no, you feel me? They go no yeah. Sal, you feel me? They go no Sal, give me some. They go no, yeah. you go. And they go, and we gonna make sure of it, cause like, Facts. dude, you need to talk your shit because you're putting people on who didn't even have a platform to do this in the five five nine and the six six one, like, and people have been wanting to do this, I'm sure, and now they can. And yeah, so. yeah, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Ever since I started doing this, I've been having a lot of people hit me up, like, hey, bro, do you think I could get on the podcast? I and bet. then. I always have to, I, I, you know, I always have to. How do you go people. about that? Yeah, and let them down, dog. So, dude, you know, it's like, it's a, I try to run this like a business because it is a business at the end of the day. I'm, I'm the business, that right? Part, that part. So, if I didn't like, right away catch that vibe off of you right away yeah. which sometimes it doesn't happen because we, maybe we just met in passing or it was just a quick handshake and we traded socials then you know you might have to buy me a dinner <laughs> <laughs> i told He's you like, it's his business you might have to take me to the local sizzler <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. seafood and steak <laughs> yo you know the fajita plate going yeah. crazy <laughs> oh god bro that's so funny bro no but seriously it's a business no you know? yeah it definitely um, is no it definitely i'm is. not trying to sound like grimy or anything but no. I, we we need to have a coffee at least you know yeah, minimum totally. um i have this guy uh k from the west uh k from the way he's uh he's gonna be on the podcast here soon nice. he's, a, he's a producer here and he also makes other than rap music he also makes that like alternative music i, I would say like emo screamy hey, music i love that yeah, I'm, with it, I'm with it shout out k from the west then i gotta meet you dog k from the way K from the way yeah. I meet you dog. Yeah, he, he sells his beats and stuff really? right now. Yeah, okay. he's he's a proper producer, bro. 
but you know we've had a meet we've we had meetings and stuff he actually produced the intro song that i have uh what? yeah I, I, he produced okay. the intro okay. intro song he he let me have that one so i definitely <laughs> so i'm definitely well, gonna have free, him on yeah, yeah. definitely shout okay from the west yeah from the way from the way from the way yeah k from the way sorry cuddy yeah like damn dude no i love producers just like in the valley man because there's not a lot of them a lot of people like just love to go out to la because that's where they think they need to go i'm just like you don't need to go there if you're good your freaking music and obviously like beats are going to show they're going to show and like people don't understand that need to they think they need to be in honolulu they think they need to be la or new york you don't need to be you don't need to be there you just know how to talk to people network yeah exactly that's what it is number one is networking right um because you could go to la and go do a whole bunch of fucking sets but if you're not if you're you know, if your presence isn't there, if your confidence isn't there, if your networking skills aren't there, you're not going to get booked, bro. Yeah. You know, that's how, it, that's how it works. You know, I'm finding that out with, um, with my comedy, you know, um, it, what have you done thus far? Like any, like I, hosting, have you hosted anywhere and stuff uh, like that? So I'm actually hosting my first show here in oh. Porterville. I'm going to give something back to the community here in May. Right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I'm coming. I'm yeah. Coming. You know, for sure. I, I, Right now, I'm I'm trying to find out who I'm going to have DJ and be the sound guy. Hell so you're yeah. in the running, and another guy's in the running. Sick, sick. So yeah, I'm, it, it, I want to I want to host that, but I don't want it just to be a traditional. You come down, you sit down, and then you listen to to comedy. Yeah, we're gonna have that. Totally. But I want it to be more of a show. I okay. want it to like be more of an experience. Exactly, because whenever. Every time I do a show or I, I do a stand-up mic, I, I've noticed that whenever you engage in the crowd and you get people to come up and have fun with you, yeah. they love it. And that feeds the other, that feeds the crowds, you know, you know, whenever you're around me, you don't go unnoticed, bro. That's the that. way, you I know, I, everyone has a story. Everyone's an individual Truly. and everyone deserves a little bit of the shine. You know, now if you're out there heckling me like, "Oh, this guy's dumb as fuck," I'm gonna make you look stupid. You're, boy. Roast, you're, you're asking a roast. <laughs> yeah, show. dude. So, my actually, my first show that I had, um, shout outs to Warren Warren Valentine. Okay. He uh, he put me on my first show without even listening to any of my fucking sets, bro. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But he, but he hit me with like, dude, there's just something about you, like your energy, bro. That's what it is. Like again, people a lot of, a lot of my gigs too. They haven't heard, bro. I don't have no mixes out literally since bro i've been djing since like 2016 i literally haven't made one mix and then like i'm opened up for so many like people and like like i'm opening up for mickey uh mickey avalon literally on april 4th like it's so crazy like dude i need to start putting out mixes but what it is it's like i'm sure you're you're art artist too we love our art so much we're immersion emotional artists so when people critique it it hurts right here yeah yeah sometimes you yeah dude you know what i feel you on that yeah. but then that's whenever we gotta let that we yeah. gotta let that shit we gotta let that I shit know. go dude because because at the end of the day you know the fans are gonna be your your hardest critics yeah right but they will teach you and they'll help you grow truly yeah no truly so that's what you need to do i you know whenever i fir first was doing stand-up shout outs to anthony hadagi jaguar yeah facts <laughs> dude um but he uh i asked him he he's he's part of bad neighbors solid co uh comedic group i would say okay in the valley in the valley actually from bakersfield bro wow yeah they put on great shows um is that is that like maybe is Lido like part of what is that like some 
black comedians part of it at all? No, no, okay. no. It's just Mexicans and one white boy. <laughs> shout out bad neighbors. Yeah, okay. shout out bad neighbors. It's uh, it's Hadegi. We have Anthony Hadegi, uh, Nathaniel Webb, Julian, and then we have Marcos. Okay. Uh, great guys, but I was doing a an, an open mic, and I was just my problem was back back then is I. I was like reading off of a fucking script, you know? I was reading, I was just reading my jokes out, right? And it wasn't me. He, and then I was like, hey, Anthony, how can I fucking like, how can I be better, dude? He's all, and he hit me right in the chest, bro, you know, not physically, but with the right. words that he said, he says, bro, what you need to do is you gotta let us know if you're funny, because I don't even know if you're even fucking funny, bro damn like that okay. you know he really like cut he cut me in bro he, he cut he to. cut my heart bro he had to he's seen it yeah, he, what he had to do exactly and then after that it just clicked bro wow it's, it's not reading off a script it's it's being me up on stage bro and that will t translate to the people because pe what people want is genuine genuine genuinity all right yeah genuinity genuinity you know they want that yeah. And that's what you have to do. If I'm, if I'm out there, straight, blah 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 blah. Right. World Trade Centers, <laughs> you know, boom. You know what I mean? No, Reading right, off a right, fucking right. script, no one's gonna fucking believe you. Bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? You sound like a robot, dude. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I, I was having that problem because I. What I wrote down was funny, but I wasn't putting in that attitude. I wasn't putting in my my verbiage. You yeah. putting, wasn't putting yourself into it. Exactly. And if I was, it was only like my tippy toe. But now, whenever I now whenever I step on stage, I step on with with both my yeah. ten toes down. Yeah, boy. you fucking you in that bitch. Yeah, deep. exactly, dude. Good, bro. Good. And that's what I that's what I learned about anything that you have to be a a, sh a presenter or a show yeah. a show guy, you know, an entertainer. Gotta be ten toes down always, yeah. man. Because even like how you say um, about being yourself, like in my sales associates in my story, anybody I hire in my store, dude, I are just I even tell them like to sell, dude. Don't sound like a robot. Don't just say like, hey, welcome in, hey, welcome in. They hear that at Oscar. They hear that everywhere at Vans. They hear that all the time, dog. Make make it a little bit different. Be yourself and just be like, hey, welcome to Zoomies. It's like, hey, what are you guys shopping for today? Like, can I get you anything? Just be yourself because people aren't gonna buy from robots. People who sound like they're saying the same thing 34 times in a row. They're going to buy from the person that sounds like their friend or their best friend. It just feels like comfortable to buy it, from. Exactly. And it's building that rapport with said person, you know. And then, yeah. and then I say for you being a DJ, you get to see. You see it's same thing as like whenever you're up on stage, you get yeah. to see people's actual reactions about like for your mixes and shit. You know, totally. you play something whack, people are going to be like, eh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like a motherfucker like me, if I hear a, if I'm out there and I'm 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 and I'm getting jiggy, you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm hitting my Kodak yeah. pop. You this feel me? He getting sturdy, bro. He getting sturdy. Okay, but but then then I hear like and I, then I hear you drop the 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 city girls. You know the type of dude that I that you I am. You know about to act up, bro. No, I'm not. I you know about to act uh, up, bro. Yeah, yo, I can't, man. <laughs> bro, hey, the homie, hey, the homies told me better, taught me better. They're like, hey, whenever a whole song happens, you gotta sit back, bro. You gotta lean yeah. back. You can do the little head bop, but that's just act you up when you get smacked up. <laughs> I'll just be in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's tight. Yeah, yeah. Until until I see someone throwing it back, then I gotta catch that. Yeah, <laughs> 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 a full on Jamaican dance party in that bitch. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> Some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, right here. I didn't even know what you said. Vibes cartel. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Sound good though. Oh yeah. Oh. Put that man. in the beat. Oh, dude. Right? Fuck yeah, dude. Have you produced shit? Honestly, bro, I do have Fruit Loops on my laptop again, dude. Like, it's more like how strict I am about my art, my art, and my craft, man. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm not good enough, bro. But I feel like we all get like that, and like, facts. I need to, I need to stop being a bitch, bro. I need to stop being a fucking bitch and start putting more of my craft out there to the world because obviously I get booked for a reason. But yeah. I need to stop like having people just getting gigs by people just showing up or just people just knowing, you know, about me. I want people to actually hear what their people are talking about and i need mm-hmm. to start putting out mixes and make beats more like that dude i'm i'm right there with you because yeah. a lot of people be like dude you got to put put up put out a joke you got to put out a joke on your instagrams on your instagrams on your twitter and i'm just like oh like ah oh, dude i'm being kind of a pussy you know, yeah, no you cap know? Yeah. i feel yeah. you on that but even like tiktok bro there i we didn't take i'm sure you didn't either we didn't take advantage of that when it was really blowing up because yeah. so many comedians and so many djs even bro they blew up like blew up dude and like i was like damn i just kept watching them watching the tiktok scrolling like i need to do that I never did it yeah I never fucking did it no so. i i try to do my little tiktoks right now and stuff but i'm trying to figure out like what what kind of content i want to put out because i can be putting out like my sets and like like my joke sets and stuff like that but i don't want to just put out my jokes because then i won't have anything original to you can move those pillows if you want bro yeah I, I don't know I don't want to put out like um, All my jokes and shit on like the, On Twitter and TikTok For me not to have Original content or shit that people haven't heard on Heard on stage oh, you know So yeah. that's where I'm like I know I have like right now I have like four or five Really solid jokes that always Gets people laughing Okay cool I could record those and put those Out on TikTok or in, on Instagram But then I'm just then I'm gonna like, be like, like uh, spoil it. yeah, kind of, you no, know. Right. A lot of comedians obviously don't do that until after their live sets, but you know, when you're starting out, I'm curious to see, like, yeah, how do you get up there? You know, yeah. how do you how do you get up there as a comedian? When social media, yes, it's a platform, but you don't ruin your jokes. Yeah. So what do you th- what do you think, and how are you gonna get up there? See that you know what you know what I, I've been looking towards. You know that Dur- Dursky guy. Dursky. Dursky. The Drewski. Drewski. Damn, uh, so I'm dumb as hell. Oh, I'm sorry. I know how to read. <laughs> he illiterate. <Yeah. laughs> <But nah. laughs> That's my friend. He illiterate. <laughs> Yo, that was a good one, you know. No, bro. No, I fuck with Drewski. Heavy nigga. I was just watching a fucking... Could have been records last night. Yo, that shit's that so last, bro, funny, bro. It's so funny. And, like, it's such a simple concept. So and that's one thing, one thing I know uh, comedians I like like Drewski, Andrew Schultz and maybe um like Akashing. Like these people have such simple content, but they get fucking millions of views and I'm just like how? Because obviously yeah. they're funny as fuck and they just know how to network. Exactly dude. And you know what I've noticed about like comedy? It's it's funny. It's like it's it's uh, for me my type of comedy i like my shit to be simple bro i don't i Good. don't i don't want to be like too wordy and shit like motherfucker like i i read a book like every two years <laughs> that part, that part, bro, for real. You know, but I, I mostly like listen the to bears the, bears the bears. Audience. <laughs> <laughs> i was at dr seuss who <laughs> said all right till uh, a couple more years yeah <laughs> a couple more years bluefish redfish uh, <laughs> the green eggs, something. The green <laughs> eggs, I didn't finish the book. 
But he did something with his eggs. That's exactly. <laughs> did he eat them though? Oh, dude. I, oh. Would you eat green eggs, bro? You know what? In in elementary school, bro, they had green eggs for uh for Doctor Seuss Day. Oh, I was gonna say for St. Patrick's. Like it's coming up. Your ass about to make them green eggs. Oh no, no, they like just fucking died them. I, I and I ate them. I think they gave me the shits, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, green eggs is basically like a laxative. So oh. if you don't know, I'm playing no. <laughs> That's oh. you said. Oh. <laughs> Damn, the bitches got. But me. no, like I know, like in Mexican culture, y'all got the verde uh, uh, some. Some uh, I don't know, verdict chile quiles. Basically, drink green eggs. I'm playing. I don't know. Don't don't no. Yeah, I just oh, that I was just so did rude. I just, that was so I just rude. Did, <laughs> no, I did a Latina, so I'm okay. <laughs> oh, nice. Bro. So my wife's <laughs> black. Can I say it? <laughs> <laughs> you can say anything you like. Say it. Uh huh. This tea is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're drinking the black caramel tea. Shout out to the my- nigga caramel tea. <laughs> But no, shout out to my baby Luz. I love you, baby. You're the bestest. Yo, shout out to my wife too, Miss Amber. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Amber. Miss <laughs> Amber. Bro, she's British. That's so badass, dude. That's super sick, dude. That's excuse me. Would you like to black caramel tea? I know, right? Lovely but, lady, think, dude. No, super sweet and super yeah. polite. I love. Yeah, them. yeah. Like, you know, they're not not they're all, not they're not all like that from over there. You know, you got to oh, kind of some of them are dicks. A lot of them are yeah. dicks. Some of them like speak like um like in gang slang <laughs> like central c <laughs> yo that's so funny oh bro my God. man in it in it yeah 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 that's just cool i've been on netflix and shit trying to like watch all the british shows i really feel like i'm a gangster i feel like top boy top boy's fire bro, bro. i can be top boy scully yeah, I can be Scully, bro. I go out there, I can be Scully. I promise. Now I feel like I can be Saw Boy, but nah, like it's probably scary as fuck. They be shanking people left and right out there. They got guns out there. They got eighteen inch knives. I know, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> These motherfuckers are they doing. Ding! Yeah. <laughs> it's like a ruler just stabbing your ass. I'm like, damn. And these where's mother- the Glock nineteen? <laughs> These guys are so fucking ahead, so futuristic, but they're still out there stabbing each no. other like the mid ages. What? No what cap, idiots, bro. bro? Come to America. No cap, Come bro. get your Glock. Put <laughs> but for a fact, you know what I mean. Like it takes it takes a certain somebody to stab somebody. No, bro. it really does. You gotta be a different breed. Like that's I wouldn't even be close to you. Like that's that's yeah. You gotta be crazy. Yeah, you know that. My wife always brings that up too. Like oh, your your American gangsters are pussies. Oh, she may she Damn. might have not said that. I'm just, I'm just putting her out there. But like you tell. know, out there we have knives and you have to walk up on people. See, and already stab know. Them. I already know. And I'm just like, holy fuck, bro. Well, I'm not dumb. <laughs> So I'll just, I'll just, I got the AR. <laughs> just walking, bro. It's so sad. It's this gun control, like it's gnarly. It's like you giving a thirteen-year-old a gun now, bro. People are crazy right what, now. What, what are your thoughts on gun control? Yeah, bro? that's a good question. See, bro, I'm I'm such a hippie man. Like, what, I really think it be, needs to be cracked down. I think I really, are you fucking hippie? Yeah, God damn it! I got. I'm a little uh, liberal and shit. I'm far left. Far left. <laughs> Shout the fall in. Yeah. No, dude, like for real. Like it's been gnarly. Like, with the, it started to me like with that fucking movie theater shitting in, I believe Denver. That was nuts, bro. Little white boy just walks in, Call of Duty's people. I'm like, that's some next level shit. And then like all the school shooting. That's where like that's when I knew I was like, okay, this is way too much. Uh, uh, elementary school is nuts, bro. Sen- oh. Shout out Sandy Hook, bro. Like all those kids, RIP for real, because that was next level yeah. stuff right there. And that's why we need gun control. What, is it? what, what was the what was the shooting that just happened in Texas, Uvalde? Oh, Uvalde, yeah. And there was also oh, wow. like a church, the church shooting. 
Who's shooting up church and elementary school? You have to be some type of person to do that. And like, obviously, they they say always it's um, mental health, mental health, mental health. Oh, that, bring those people to a therapist. Honestly, bro, my part thoughts about therapy too. I think everybody in this whole fucking world, I think everybody in this whole world, 7.6 billion people should have a therapist. I think they all need someone to talk to, despite being in their family or their husbands or their wives. You need somebody to talk to and just let it out. Yeah, I 110% agree with you. Yeah. I think um, therapy, you know, therapy can be expensive, but even just having conversations like we're having right now, yeah. this is this is a type of therapy, bro. Truly. It is. Truly. It really is. Because you don't, people normally don't fucking talk like this anymore, you know? At all. Yeah, and they, it's sad. You yeah, know? yeah. We're, I agree. We're creatures of community, you know? We used to live in fucking villages and shit like that. And really? now we live, I live like two feet away from my fuck. I live a, a lot more than two feet away from my neighbor, but yeah, no, we I don't understand. even say what's up or, or anything like that. It's, it's kind of fucking sick. It's crazy. You re, when you really think yeah, about it, it you I know? agree. It's disgusting. It really right? is disgusting. And like in Hawaii, they basically live on top of each other. Like in Hawaii, bro, you have to work like two to three jobs just to stay afloat. Mm. And the island's a 40 mile radius island. And so like now they're just building up because like there's no way you can fit people. We have a overpopulation problem out there. Mm. And so like when you have that, it's like people are have to get connected, but they still won't. Like when people are living on top of each other and like literally can hear each other talk all the time you still don't know your neighbor is good enough that's that's kind of weird to me because yeah. you have you're having kids and you're having stuff like that so even though the people around you you got to be careful because people are doing school shootings and all this next level shit you just gotta talk exactly no one talks to them well, why why do you think we've like we've gone to a point in in society where we're not communicating with one another properly because of this because the phone you have it. You have a phone. You have social media. Or your own TikTok. People on TikTok literally scroll down without blinking. I feel like for like thirty minutes, and it's like gnarly. And like, and it's like why? But also, we're not a people to be connected to people in Brit in Britain and like Scotland that much because we're not. We shouldn't be made to be connected that much. The phone made us connected that much. Mm. Like back in the day, obviously we only know our communities and like we do well within that community yes we travel the world but why are we like caring too much about what's going on in palestine and stuff yes care but you're caring too much about what's going on in palestine what's going on in africa when you can't really do anything <clears throat> about it but you're also being super sad about it and crying about it on the internet that's wild to me you know you know what it, it, that's so fucking true i like how you said that um because we do give a fucking a shit about everyone else except ourselves oh, yeah. totally you know you know just because i'm cliche but this ukraine shit that's going on yeah. bro. you know if we didn't have phones we didn't know what the fuck would be going on over there no, you know Literally. and now that we do have phones you see the ukraine crisis and and it's just like you know me being prior military yeah it, it's just seeming more and more like we're gonna be sending u.s troops over there right to fight their fucking war bro um, you That's know, and for the people who be like, well, well, it's America's job and shit like that. Well, all those people from the Ukraine that decided to flee their country and go to the UK, to Europe right. and stuff, and that are at a fighting age, women, child, women and children, children. and men that all escaped before you send an American soldier over there to lose their life. Why don't you fucking make them go back yeah. and fight for their fucking country? Yeah. No, you know what I mean? No, that literally. Way. Because... We would do the same here. We would fucking fight for sure. 
So I'm just understanding why people are being refugees in that way and just escaping anywhere they could and just fleeing their country. You're just leaving it open. Why aren't you fighting? Mm -hmm. Yes, there's people there in Ukraine. Yes, they're fighting. Like, but they're being also being made to fight because they're at they're men and they're at the you know the age of being like war the war age past eighteen. So yeah, I, you know what? And I agree with that, dude. It, it comes to a point where you know we don't want pussies in in the military, right? right we don't want right. motherfuckers that are going to be like. and then drop their rifle right you know but it comes to a certain point i would rather them fucking mow down a a line of fucking you know people that are scared to die before my son or before i go out there and get shot for you you coward you know from for a kid to be from fucking uh bakersfield california and then go out there to Ukraine and fucking die in the Ukraine is gnarly. That's fucking crazy. That's you know? gnarly, bro. If now I could understand if it was some like Hitler shit because you know yeah. Hit, Hitler invaded all of fucking Europe now, yeah. and then they were bombing the U, U oh. the UK and shit like that. Now, now I understand that sending troops over there because he already fucking mowed down so many people and shit, you yeah. know. But this guy Putin, he ain't doing that, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? He just wants his land. You know what, dude? It's chiefs, bro. It's chiefs and tribes at the end of the fucking day. Always. And he wants more. And, and we can't. He's hungry. It's, it's hunger. It's yeah. greed, bro. And greed as fuck. He's, a, he's just a, a mini Napoleon. You Not know, like to that extent, obviously, but, but like his mindset is a mini, Napo- yeah. mini Napoleon for sure. Exactly. I for mean, sure. but dude, you know, that's him. He's yeah. fighting the Ukrainians. I think what we've sent the ukrainians is more than enough but it might not be but it should be you know yeah it no, should it be totally should be bro it's crazy that the president's a comedian what imagine if your ass was fucking president of the united states in this how would <laughs> easy as fuck bro i'll be a good ass commander okay, well, chief well, <laughs> all right, no, aliens like, are not hey, real who's your vice president camila harris is dead <laughs> I need the votes. I need no, the votes. That part, that part, bro. I, can, I can give you some black votes, bro. Bro, facts right here, bro. BP. If you need me, I got you. Yeah. But no. Nah. Yeah. But no, dude. Like, literally, think about you being a president as a comedian, like, and fucking, like, 9-11. Like, your ass, you're, knowing you, your ass will make a joke about it. Yeah. But then, then you'll, you get... Your votes will go. Your voter rating will go down. Your voter yeah. rating will go down. Like the fact, like it's like that's just even crazy to me that we have like voter ratings for like certain politicians and stuff like that. Because I'm just like, who the fuck is caring enough to make a voter rating? You know what I mean? Mm. Like I don't know. Motherfuckers that are making profit off of them. Yeah, that part, bro. That's and the politicians are making profit off everything in this whole damn country. Literally, they sit at home and don't do shit. But it's fine. We don't talk about it too much. But now, nah, fuck that. I want to talk about it. Fuck them, dude. Like no, all this COVID, all this COVID shit that 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 went on. Like it was just to make money, bro. Yeah. It was to fuck up the economy, and just to make money. And dude, for anyone to say that they went broke during the 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 pandemic, the pandemic. You know, I could see pandemic? how <laughs> facts. It was yeah. a pandemic, you yeah. know. And then more, more and more research is coming out where you know, who the fuck made a vaccine for a fucking? See, bro, it was, it was Doctor Fauci and the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Fauci and the Chinese, but no, dude, like literally, like 
Who makes the vaccine? What you about to say in what two months? In two months, two a month months? and a half. Like, what the fuck? What kind of? <laughs> you can't even grow me- weed that fast, bro. <laughs> dude, no facts, bro. Facts, bro. And like, dude, you over here, dude? How you make a vaccine? Can you cure cancer, please? Like, can you cure cancer? But oh, you can cure COVID. I'm like, damn. I'm pretty sure they already have the. They fuck. do. What is it, Doctor Sebi? Sebi, yeah. yeah. Shout out Doctor Sebi. Hey, he was talking up about all this shit too, teaching people the right way to eat shout and stuff. Doctor Sebi, bro. And then they murked his ass, bro. Yeah, literally in some crazy shit. What happened to Virgil, doc? <laughs> hey, Virgil had the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> it was in sneakers. <laughs> Yo, no, bro, that's crazy. Shout out Virgil Abloh, man. Oh, that's just crazy though. Literally, this country is literally crazy. It's so interesting, but obviously, I would rather live here than anywhere else. One hundred ten percent. Thank you so much, America. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love America. One hundred ten percent. If I could, I would serve again. <laughs> I would serve right there by his side. <laughs> president Biden is my only president. <laughs> Yo, you know what I've noticed, bro? A lot of people like they they see like Biden and then they saw Trump and then they started comparing the two and then they're like. You know, I said a lot of fucked up shit about, about, Trump. about Trump, but, you know, he's seeing me like a solid option right now, bro. I'm off with a cat, bro. Like, literally, in my fraternity house, bro, we had, like, bro, literally, I played fuck Donald Trump at the fucking uh, Saturday event, like, for my throwing down the college. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We throw down, like, everybody, all the white people, fuck Donald Trump. The cops right there next to me wanted me to, like, they're not stopping me because uh, fuck Donald Trump. They're stopping me only because it was about that time to stop yeah. and I would play 30 minutes after my shit. Oh. I'm still going, bro. I love, I, I always have to get shut down. I, I love when, like, authorities have to shut me down because I'll keep going, bro, especially oh, if I'm lit. Bro, I'll throw the fuck down, but the cops usually have to shut me down. It's fine. But, uh, and I have my criminal justice degree, so I love the criminal justice system, but it's still flawed and fucked, but let's not talk about it too much right now. But yeah, I was playing fuck Donald Trump, bro. And that shit was stupid lit and like it was cracking around that time. That's 2017, 2016. That was the main fuck Donald Trump era. Yeah. But like, what? Five, five years passed, four years passed. And look at them now. They all <sighs> fucking, I wish Trump was here. Please, yeah. please, Mr. Trump, can you come back to the come office? I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. But no, I fuck with Trump now because. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, I was far left, but I'm like in the middle and shit. I'm now. in the middle right now, bro. You know what <laughs> I mean? Dude, like Biden, bro. He's literally a puppet. He's literally a puppet for these people. Stop it. He's not. Yeah, not my right. president. Yeah, he's, he's not a puppet. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But did you see like we did like the Black History Month little event the other day? He was like, like I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid or something. I was like. <laughs> Okay, bro, you're funny. You're trying to like adhere to the culture. Hey, He's yo, for the he culture said, now. He said that he grew up around uh, black people and around bl- the black church, <laughs> and they took his ass to a fucking black church, and he was just like, "Don't let that nigga go to a Baptist church." Like, hallelujah, uh, <laughs> and the beast just dropping this shit. Biden is over here hitting his dougie to the the Baptist church. I'm like, shit. He's like, yeah, Pastor Johnson, <laughs> drop that. <laughs> he's just mainlining fucking he's taking snorts of fucking of uh, covid vaccines <laughs> he's like Fauci made this one <laughs> he's my favorite dealer oh fuck <laughs> dude hey yo i wish i would have got got in and those fucking covid vaccine fucking dude. scams bro i wish i would have I, w- I wish i would have just posted up a little fucking poster in front of my door saying no covid COVID bro, this room would have been a COVID vaccine laying people down. <laughs> it would have laid people down like, okay, you're good. Shooting them with sugar. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna give them sugar and salt shit. water, dude. <laughs> Man, I feel super fucking hydrated. Yeah, bro, that's that vaccine, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as best as I expected. Like, I know. <laughs> and you know what was bull, 
bullshit, bro. How like you had to take the COVID test before like traveling anywhere. Wild, wild. And then you know, I know motherfuckers in my life that faked that fucking test, dude. You know, I knew motherfuckers that went to the to the doctor and got someone else's fucking <laughs> got got somebody to go impersonate them no way yeah, bro bro because you could have you could do it online bro you know you, they would send you the test well th- i know this is a fact for uh the uk yeah but you could hit up the nhs and the nhs would send you a test kit and then it'll be like, okay, just test yourself. And you just, if you were, if you felt sick, you just make sure you gave it to the motherfucker that right, wasn't, that wasn't sick. sick. Here, take my, take my test for me, bro. You know what I mean? Damn, like we care that much and like not make something or not be able to go something. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, no, I have COVID, but I'm going. <laughs> do, you, do you think it was a plot to control us to see who would bend the knee? Not necessarily like bend the knee. I think COVID just scared the fuck out of this whole country and this whole country is really big about making shit a big ass issue and we didn't have shit going on so they're just like oh COVID's real and like not necessarily like well i don't think it was fake no i definitely don't think it was fake but it, i don't think it was i think it was definitely blown out of proportion No, it definitely wasn't fake but it was yeah bro there's so much that gets blown by, out of proportion by the media bro the flu vaccine killed more people the flu is bigger than COVID. the flu is bigger than COVID. so the COVID was media media ate that bitch up they ate it up and like it made cnn more views because they weren't getting shit but what what was cnn covering during that time because i literally don't understand what they cover now like i literally don't understand what does fox news and cnn cover I, like I, lebron james <laughs> i don't know bro. i get all my news right now from substack and reddit Reddit's cool. Reddit's cool. USA Today. I fuck with USA Today. Um, just kind of just like the more of like and TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> and TikTok because <laughs> people are dying in Syria yeah. right now. Are they? <laughs> That's what TikTok says. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag save Syria. <laughs> like, but no, dude. Pray for Libya, brother. Yeah, dude. Every country in the Middle East is going through it. That's what TikTok tells me. And then I watch a YouTube video and it's like, oh, nothing's going to Libya. They're over here hitting their Dougie and their dances and shit. I'm like, this is gnarly. It's just like this small group that's kind of just being, you know, some type of insurgents. I'm like, damn, dude. I really believe that. I really feel like in the Middle East, it's not as bad right now. Like, I feel like I do want to go visit the Middle East. I do. I do. And I feel like I can. Yeah, you probably could. Just fine. And like you being in the army, being in the Middle East, maybe a couple, three, two, three years ago. I think. Mean, what can you say about that? Like, how was your experience there? Was it like, boo, 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 kill these insurgents? W, like W Bush. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked them. Yo, W, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> and well, thank you, Loretta. <laughs> nice, sick. No, uh, for me, I mean, I, I did Patriot missiles, so we were shooting down um, threat bearing missiles and stuff. I mean, I don't know. So what, I don't know how much I could say about about no, right, that time, exactly. but can you say how much, like, how many missiles you would shoot a month? No, no. Yeah, so we yeah. can't say things like that. But but what I can tell you is, there's not that much people dying over there. I knew it. Yeah. So. See, I need to start a fucking podcast. It is about Syria. <laughs> no, but no, but but yeah, it's just talking about like world events and shit like what's actually because people don't have they don't have a fucking clue bro what's really going on um but i think that we should be looking more into i spice boy (laughs) boy i've been manifesting i've been manifesting interviewing her bro w fire dude are you a munch 
Ah, dude. Ah, yeah, he's dude. a monster. Once he did that four second pause, I was like, yeah. Nah, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to her to try to fuck her. I would just talk to her to, just to talk to her because I want to see if she could actually like hold conversation. You know curious. what I'm saying? Like, like, is she, like you, I know you're a baddie or whatnot, but for sure. But is is the mental there? You know yeah, what I mean? A lot of times they may be baddie, but they they're be dumb. Their as IQ fuck. is three. Fuck. <laughs> Like, Plays into three. my advantage, but yeah, no, bro. She only has like four lyrics in that song, but it's going off. <laughs> bro, it's, I'm <laughs> telling like, you, we live in simple times for bro, us. How complicated crazy. we live. I think you know what I think it is. We everyone lives such complicated lives, such convoluted lives. Like everything's going on left and right. So whenever yeah. they eat, they they get to like digest some easy, easy to digest content. It just blows up, you know, yeah. like easy jokes that are easy to tell and easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just laugh at him. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was funny. You know? <laughs> Went to the bar. <laughs> like, Dude, but, what the fuck? But stuff like simple stuff to, to digest and stuff is, that's what really pops, bro. You know, because I don't, it might be because I'm not that smart. Nah, no, I don't want to say you're, that. Yeah, you're I'm smart not, as fuck. You yeah. know, you're smart as fuck. Obviously, you're doing this shit yeah. right here. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't, I don't like being, I don't like talking for fucking 10 minutes and then having a punchline after that like dude i don't want my jokes to be too fucking complicated I'm, i like my shit like fast the, you know and same thing with my same thing with my music like that boy is a liar song bro oh dude <laughs> that i'm boy's not, a liar I'm I, like damn it, okay at first i thought that she was saying that boy is a layup <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about basketball Hell too much, man. That would come out with the next Like Mike. That would be the whole song for it. Oh, that would be sick. I spice the whole sound, Like Mike Ford soundtrack. <laughs> that boy's a layup. That's funny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you girl step to that one. That boy's a layup. Yeah, that shit's fire. But no, dude. Like, literally. So, who's your favorite comedians? Oh, dude. Favorite. Like, who do my you favorite comedians to? right now is just. Uh, uh, who I look up to right now is Dave Chappelle, bro. The number right. one, the number guy that, one, number one, number one. I I have to because, you know, what really did it for me is that first episode of Dave Chappelle that he had. <laughs> that very that's wild. That, that whenever yeah because yeah he, dude, he, he had, didn't make shit off that dude crazy. But he what he did is like he fucking he was himself and then he didn't give a. Fuck what people thought, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That takes courage, bro. That takes heart, bro. You're up on stage. And he was really saying some shit. You know what I mean? A Even though lot. it was joking, he was saying so it's much. It's a lot of controversial shit. And, that's, and he was shedding light to shit like that. That's real. You that's know? real as fuck. And Comedy Central, Comedy Central didn't really highlight it. It's more so the people who just, who highlighted it, which is wild. Exactly. And then that's what I love about him and his comedy. He's like, he's funny as fuck, bro. And he makes his life fu funny. And he doesn't take it too serious. No, no. He, I, dude, that, that's the but main he's thing. Still shining the light, yeah. you know? And then that's the fucked up part about comedians because they, they really be talking some real shit. They some really real do. shit. But then it's funny. So then you're like, oh, I don't give a fuck anyways. It's no, funny. <laughs> is that adding that comedic relief sometimes will make it like not turn people off, but make people like, okay. Then like, yeah, it's not like too serious. It's mm -hmm. not like too serious, but it is. And they're saying it for a reason. Mm -hmm. They're saying it for a reason. They're just adding that comedic relief, of course. But like, mm -hmm. they're just saying it for a reason because it really is serious. And like, it's like, damn, because it really does make you think. That's why I, that's the comedy I like to. I like as well so the ones that really make you think mm -hmm. and like Dave Chappelle hella does that Andrew Schultz hella does that yeah I really fuck with those and then people. I like uh, you know who I also like Theo Vaughn oh bro Theo Vaughn Theo Vaughn is so funny because at the end of the day he's himself 
and you know he he i don't want to say he's ignorant but he's just himself you know mm-hmm. what i mean he doesn't really like watch his words too much whenever nope. he's talking to people and i love that because it's gen it's, it's him yeah. being genuine Fuck you yeah. know i don't like motherfuckers that go up on snl and need to watch everything they say yeah I don't, dude i don't i don't like that bro i want to i want to hear you be fucking raw bro exactly. you know what i mean and yourself mainly yeah exactly. genuine you know exactly. i also like my boy joe joe rogan you know joe, i was about to say that you're like the uh, porterville joe rogan oh dude thank you're like you the porterville joe rogan bro. i'm doing i'm over here uh, porterville joe yeah, Porter, Porterville Joe, you know? That's tight. That's tight. I'm going to have to tag him. I'm going to click no, right. that. You gonna, have to. I got uh, you, Porterville uh, Joe. Yeah, dude. Sick. That's sick, dude. That's, no, but, but seriously, though, I just... I saw what he was doing, bro. Yeah. And then, you know, he doesn't take himself too serious. I like the way that he interviews people, you know? Me too. The way... The way he... You know, whenever he has a, a serious person on, he reads the books and he, like actually is engaging with them but Hello. he knows that he doesn't know shit and like he'll just read the book and that's all really and then he'll just ask him and like learn about that person in his podcast because it, you don't fucking know everything you have to ask some questions exactly and he doesn't pretend you know exactly. i don't i don't feel like he does no you know? definitely doesn't obviously he's the number one podcast in the world because he doesn't it, bro and it's that's what i want to try to do yeah. you know not exactly the You're way one podcast in porterville hell yeah hell yeah, yeah. No, you are, bro. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. you're killing it. I'm happy I'm here, man. Yeah, thank Seriously. you, man. Shout thank out to you. Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, for, for real, Joe. Hey, I'll be, on the, I'll be on the show here within the next three years, bro. That way. Yeah, that that part, bro. You really will, bro. I'm telling you, you'll go far. You'll ah, go far, you, man. Bro. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, bro. Hey, you're DJ the sets, man. Bro, I'm throwing the fuck down, Joe. Come Yo, letting everybody know. I'm being dead serious. I, I really do want you to. I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards you right now. Thank you. And, like, again... <laughs> I have no mixes, but people feel my energy. And, like, bro, I give tenfold energy to that, bro. My DJ deck is basically like my wife. Like, this pull got, it up, me, pull through it so, up. This got me through so much. This little thing right here got me through so much. And, like, yes, I love my I love my girlfriend to a T, but, like, this is my baby, man. Like, I have no kids, so this is my baby right now. And, like, I, I'm just so happy to even just play music for people. Like, like I almost opened up for um, Twista before, and, like, even like Kirkle Bangs one time, and like it sucks because I almost did, but I didn't get the opportunity. But drinking my cup, cup. I drink in my cup. No, me, I really do. And thank you for the yeah. black label because <laughs> I've been sipping on it a little bit. Yeah, don't go ahead, bro. I, I, I'm not drinking right now. No, you're. Yeah, so. yeah. Which but, is good. You have some strength. I don't know. I'm just in a fraternity, and I just like the drinking aspect, and especially with podcasts because I watch so much podcasts on YouTube and stuff, and like. I just feel like once I do a podcast, it loosens me up a little bit to the talk. Yeah. But I love, I love that. And I love, it's my first time being in Porterville and happy to be here. Yo, every time I, I always watch the ghost shows, like the ghost hunters and go like, and all that shit. It's always, they always go to this one house downtown in Porterville. Salad house. Yeah. You hey, we should feel something then we should do a, <laughs> a you- little podcast in the salad house. <laughs> With little like little children like TMF, Timmy Rowan. Bro, we would go crazy. Do you want to hear a crazy story about that? Oh shit! See, I knew, bro. So I probably all got stories out here in Portland. Tell me. So I I went to Granite Hills High School, and for my senior prom, we had it at Zalad House. What? A whole prom at the haunted house? Facts. You know, some white boy was in charge of that. that had to be. <laughs> had to be that's crazy right and Ooh. then um you know back then i dude i was fucked up i showed up to prom late dude you know 
I was sip, had a cup, I drank in my cup. Drink cup. in my cup. Facts. Cup. <laughs> and, and that shit was lit. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that was a good thing to do before prom, but whatever. I Fuck it. I, I was there before prom, but I was prom king. Dude, that's it. <laughs> I was prom king. Shout out Independence High School 2015. That's, that's my gang. I was vice president of my school and all that. I was hella involved, bro. Nice, bro. Obviously, that's what helped me got to Hawaii, but Sick. I just need to get out of Baco, bro. So I was uh, hella involved in like. It's like the honors classes and all the bullshit. Let me get back to the story. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. That so, makes sense. <laughs> so we we had the prom there, and um, shout outs to Miss Santos there. I, a poor lady. I probably gave her a few gray hairs. Damn, beautiful blonde lady though. Okay, Miss Santos. Uh, facts. And she was talking, and she and there was a light like shining right in her face, bro. And she's like, "Oh, I wish that light would turn off." And she covered her face like that, and the light shut off, bro. Now I don't know whether that was some bad wiring, but that was the only <laughs> but that was the only light that turned off, bro. And the people that whole day were saying like there was like stuff going on and like creepy stuff, oh, you know? No, bro, I believe it though. I one hundred ten. Obviously, the ghost hunters wouldn't go there if it wasn't real. <laughs> I was like, shout out Zach Vegas and Ghost Adventures or whatever. That shit was crazy. That's scary, dude. I'm like in Portoville, and like I was like, what else y'all got? Like other than the casino. Oh man, dude! I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't oh, know. We bro. have well, we have my comedy show. Uh, my okay. comedy show coming on in, in May. In Fuck May yeah. for sure. For hosting, sure. pull up. Yeah, hosting. I'm gonna have some great comedians there, dude. Um, I, I know for a fact I want my my boy Warren V to headline. Great comic, bro. Solid fucking energy, bro. Oh, he brings yeah. it to the table. I look him up then. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I I uh, and that night I. You know what's crazy? Why the fuck would they want us to have prom at the Zalad house? That's what I'm thinking. You know, I'm, now I'm thinking about it, bro. And now I'm going into my conspiracy mind. They probably just wanted a, wanted the spirits to eat our energy, bro. They're just like, suck, suck all this because they've been fucking with us all year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've been fucking with us all year. Yeah. It's now at the Zalad house. The, at the Zalad house. Now let, let the little boys get possessed. <laughs> Yo, that's just crazy. Chelsea's over there possessed over here. Like, who is that? <laughs> that bitch is getting down. She, you know, she does the whole exorcist fucking <laughs> neck twist. Like, that bitch is crazy. Poltergeist type shit. <laughs> Crazy though, yeah. I, I can imagine that the Zod house. That's really gnarly though. Nah, dude, I don't. I can't believe. I can't believe they had it. Though, what else, where else? You guys can you guys have it here at a park? I'm playing. I don't. I, I'm in Portoville. I don't know. That's, that's rude. I don't know if it's in Portoville bro, at all, bro. Well, probably is Zalad Park. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? Zalad Park is real. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember, bro. I used to get. What did the Zalad family do? Did they found? They probably sacrificed They're a whole bunch of people, dude. And cows and goats to their um. Nah, bro. I don't think. I think like sacrificing like chickens, goats, and cows like that like does something. But I think whenever you sacrifice a human, that's oh, whenever yeah. you fucking go next level on that like chart shit. Yeah. How many times you done that? Uh, right now I'm trying to work on this one kid's soul. He does. He's he's being scared, bro. He's being scared. I mean, like, come on, bro. Don't you want all the fame and glory? Bro, it's trending on TikTok right now. <laughs> possession <laughs> possession <laughs> big right now <laughs> dude i dude what do you think you think beyonce sold her soul to the devil uh choose your words carefully my friend like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um i was i was raised in the beehive my mom um i came i came out the womb in the beehive my mom knows all the songs so you know but jay-z <laughs> but jay-z for sure but now, you think illuminati is real yeah 110 percent 
I think I, I think that I want to be so big as a DJ. They asked me to be the first DJ in Illuminati. That'd be sick, bro. That's gold, I mean, bro. I headline an Illuminati festival. What? That'd be tight, bro. In Underworld? <laughs> the demons are speaking through <laughs> you, bro. That's so crazy, though. No, literally, the Illuminati type shit is crazy. I heard, I seen on like TikTok yesterday, or No Jumper posted it, like Playboy Cardi, like doing a demonic set yesterday at um, fucking Rolling Loud. Loud. Yeah. He uh, Kodak got hit with a water bottle, too, but. Uh, Who the fuck threw that shit at Kodak, bro? I'll go smoke him right oh now. Oh, God, bro. He yeah, was that's accurate as fuck, too, though. Yeah. I'm like, you some accurate game. ass people. <laughs> then AB caught a ball, like. With one hand in the crowd, I'm like, who's throwing this shit? Because at this point, they should be the quarterback for the Dolphins. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> fuck the Dolphins. Jets, baby, Jets, 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 Jets. Yikes. I uh, know. Colts fan, Colts fan, but let's not talk about this year, but Colts fan. Yeah. Uh, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think that's so funny. <sighs> When's the last time they had a winning season? Why you need to bring up old shit, oh, you know, dog? <laughs> hey, you know what? Shout out DJ Reed, number four. He plays for the Jazz. He went to Independence High School and played beside me, bro. Shout out DJ. Love your life, Cuddy, for real. That's sick, hey, bro, dude. You're crazy cornerback right now. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, somehow we're all connected, the dude. The Valley, bro, the Valley produces some great people. It like, does. Like, you just interviewed, uh, who? Josh. Josh. Josh Lewis fucking went Josh out. Lewis, man. Bro, shout out to him, man. Big shout out to Josh, bro. Right, He did his thing up in Spain playing professional ball. Impressive. Bro, that's fucking crazy crazy Impressive. right and it, it's like not a lot of people make it professionally and so you got to be some type of player you got to be a great player to do it so shout out to josh coming from the valley a lot of people come from the valley and people don't know it exactly they don't know it but that's what i'm saying we have so much talent here in the valley we do. that we that that's what i'm trying to set out to do with this podcast is give them a, a platform let them talk Love let that. them talk their shit and i want to give you your flowers bro For you sure. know what i mean facts because you deserve them because you're taking this shit to the next level bro thank you, and man. i and i see it for thank those you. facts thank you and um and i felt like I, I maybe i am but sometimes like stuff like this kind of just like helps a little bit because make me feel like we're we're submitting that and setting that foundation for people in the valley trying to put them on because like i said it's a little bubble and like a lot of people are a little scared and a little hesitant but we have such great talent bro Derek carr comes from here so many great people merle haggard from country vibes you know what i mean buck owens and all the all those type of people who's historically done great in their fields and like dude like who says we can't who says you can't be the next great comedian bro and i'm the next great dj touring for beyonce touring for 21 savage you feel me and that's the goal that's really the goal and i'm glad you're putting this platform out here man for real thank you bro and this is i'm telling you it's like we don't really see too many people like us doing it like the way that we're doing minorities it. i agree and that's that's why we need things of this nature bro yeah we need to show that it can be done it's totally. just fucking taking that first step bro you know i'm recording this shit off of my fucking iphone bro i don't no, have literally. a fucking huge fucking setup bro no, you know canon like no, no. no you don't need that no you don't need that a lot of people think you need the big setup they see other people doing stuff like that they think you need these things bro get out your mind and just do it if you have the things to do it just fucking do it like and like Facts. obviously i love that like again you're just doing it and like I just wish we can like push people and I hope this interview and this podcast like pushes people to get stuff outside their comfort zone to seek discomfort because you guys are so talented here. You guys are so talented here and we see it and we just want you guys to we just want to put you guys on. That's what I'm trying to do, especially for some artists. Like, I was supposed to DJ um, a rap show in Bakersfield, like, maybe a week ago, but I didn't get to go out there because how bad it was raining and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't want to do it. Like, but 
it was just those everyone there like everyone there infinity's dead honey's music like like bro there's so many people who do so much great things out here on a weekly basis and they don't have a platform and like we just need to create one and like i'm glad you are man bro. exactly like said, i'm glad to be here again bro I keep, i'll keep saying it man <laughs> i'll keep good. saying it because i am i'm it's, happy to be here bro yeah, dude, I'm, I'm happy you're here bro that way it's dude. sick bro here appreciate you yeah appreciate you. This is like it's our like, fourth handshake now. And, and, and every time we all, think, we all think like we practiced it before the snap and shit. Oh, wait, oh fuck. You didn't grab it. There it is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. I just hey, choked under pressure, okay. though. Happens, hey, but man. I brought it back, though. I brought it back. Fuck it. As long as you brought, bring it back, bro. Oh, I like this little African vibe that fucks with it. Yeah, it was. You said African vibe? This is an African vibe. No, it's not. It's Amy Winehouse, bro. <laughs> hey. Shout out to Jonathan. He gifted hey, I, that to hey, me. I heard Amy Whitehouse has got a little uh, African in her. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but shout out Amy, bro. That was the side way she went. But yeah, How'd she dude. die? She overdosed? Yeah, man. Alco- was it alcoholism or was it just the heroin? It was like the, the heroin and the... Uh, probably all of it all together. She probably did like the Jim Belushi. How, dude, she was, she's from Camden and I, I actually visited Camden a whole bunch of... Camden oh. what? London, London, oh, London, Camden. That's right, she is. But imagine your, your last name being Winehouse. Would you be an alcoholic? Your last name's off top, bro. <laughs> like, like that You're dude. Al- alcoholic? Yeah, you have to be, bro. It's just like the dude that. At, what is what is his name? Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, Adam, no, Adam Grandmaster or gra- Grandmaster. That's his last name. That fu- that fucker dude has connections with the Freemasons, bro. Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, bro. bro. I watched No Jumper on a weekly basis. I didn't know that he's tatted like. Yeah, and he has all those satanic symbols on his body Damn. and shit like I'm that. I'm gonna lie, bro. I, I did get. I don't have satanic symbols. I don't. It's my most recent tat. But oh, it's a little devil. Yeah, that's pretty satanic. Is he? What is he hitting the? <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting the peace pipe. Yeah, bro. He's, he's hitting the fucking flutes because I'm a DJ and I play the music that's fire. But he's playing that smoke. You feel me? And, oh, that's tight, dude. Yeah, and that's so, like feeling. I'm, I'm a little emotional at times, so that's why he's a little baby with a diaper and shit. But I could be a double and turn up on people if I need to. But like, yo, no, nothing satanic about it. Nothing satanic about it. Hope my grandma approves. Uh, I, love, I love you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. I I really like the fact that your tattoos mean something. I know. I know that. Uh, I, I know that people like well I just get tattoos because they look cool facts facts a sometimes lot of sometimes people, they yeah. they do that but like I feel that you're you're putting something on your skin bro for the rest of your life like, hello are you I, have any tattoos yet bro yeah 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 I'm pretty, okay I'm, I'm, okay I'm you got it you got it you got it yeah yeah I'll show you you want to see my devilish tattoo yeah let me see your uh, your uh, Illuminati uh I have I have a Illuminati tattoo here let me show you. <laughs> Shout outs to Currency for the for the drip he sent this in the mail. Live, bro. I was about to say something like that. That's fire, bro. Yeah. I'll buy one if he has. Oh shit, you're yadded. So, I got my little. You're yadded. I got my little Illuminati tattoo right here. I see you. Yeah. I the eye sees you too. Okay, yeah, facts. And I, I got some you. stuff right here. That's tight. That's Hawaii vibes. Yeah, super Hawaii vibes. And then let me show. And then this is one of my favorite pieces right here oh shit i didn't know this man he's hella tatted that's a dope that's some zoomies vibe shit but but do you see it's like i don't i don't like showing off my tattoos because i think that they should be personal bro you know i i i don't know whether i like i come from the old school but 
I definitely believe that things like that shit should be personal to you. Yeah. You know, everything. I feel like a lot of people just show out. Totally. And that's not tight, dude. No, yeah. I'm not that type either. I'm not that type either. Just like, they kind of, they kind of put on like a front in that way. Like with their tattoos. And I'm just like, what do they even mean? Like, they'll try to even explain to me what they mean, but it wouldn't make sense of what the tattoo is. And I, I don't want to yeah. say that because obviously on the body, like you said, forever. And like, bro, I'm just like, okay. I just like, okay, that's that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> cool story, bro. But yeah, cool story, that part, bro. Because especially a lot of people on Zoomies, they're big tattoos, you know, kind of story vibe. And like, people always come in with the, the shit. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And they'll kind of explain to it. And you know, they're kind of just like, Jumping around the question a little bit and it doesn't mean shit, bro. Yeah. It looks cool though. Yeah. It does look cool. Well, hey, hey, bro, if it looks cool, if it gets you bitches, bro. If it gets you bitches, dog. Gets you bitches, but like, damn, nigga. Like at sixty three, I don't know what bitches <laughs> you about to get, bro. <laughs> On God, I'm like, damn. Hey, you think you're gonna be fucking bitches at sixty three? I'll be fucking my girl, lose. I lose. I love you, baby. I'm I like you, but you think you be fucking her still? At yeah. 6'3"? Yeah, I think I'll be putting it down, bro. Dude. I want to be, I, I want to be fucking until the day I fucking die, Me bro. Me too. At or least, just at least some pussy every day. Pussy, or just I'll eat the pussy for sure. Or just like, I don't eat Oh, you a liar. You a fucking nigga. You look like you eat pussy. You look like your middle name is eat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What's eat pussy in Spanish? Uh, damn, bro, you put me on the spot. Yeah, uh, my Hispanic. See, I don't eat. He, pussy lived, like, he lived in Korea for a few months and did, lost all his Spanish. Crazy, oh, dude. No, see, hablo español, pero. No sé cómo se dice. Yeah, all a that, ver, all that. Taco uh, Bell menu, Taco Bell menu. Te quiero comer. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I can't, I can't, I can't. Te quiero comer la panocha, maybe? It's like, I want to eat your pussy. La panocha. Yeah, but I, that, doesn't, that just sounds too crude for me. I know, it sounds like really vulgar. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> just dogging Damn. bitches out, bro. <laughs> but no, dude, I really do want to be fucking, like, until I'm, 19, like, 94. Ninety four seems like good days. Maybe I'll stop and just get my dick sucked after ninety four. Oh, bro, I love getting <laughs> I love getting sloppy top. But no, dude, that's just funny as fuck. Like, just picture of this old ass man, <laughs> wrinkly <laughs> as fuck. Are you holding on to your shit? <laughs> <laughs> your IV drip and shit. <laughs> You're squeezing that bitch oh, out so you can not. <laughs> you make sure your dick gets open. <laughs> dude, have you ever been to like one of those like massage parlors? Uh, dude. See, oh, you went overseas. I feel, I feel like you have, but oh yeah, I people tell me about their experience here in the valley, and I never find one. I just get a regular massage every time. I know one. I know the. I know. <laughs> I haven't. I, been, I haven't been to oh, one, but, okay, I, okay, but okay. I was driving to an open mic set in Visalia actually, mm-hmm. and um, I peeped it real quick because you know, motherfucker. You know, whenever you, you know what I mean. Whenever you've been around some shit, you could you could peep shit, totally, right? Totally. So, first giveaway it says massage parlor, and then there's just a gang of motherfuckers out there smoking cigarettes, drinking. <laughs> I'm fucking dead, bro. Uh, that sounds like my uncle's house, literally on the weekends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, like for real, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, for real, facts. I mean, it's it, it's not hard to tell. Sometimes. No, it's hella not hard to tell sometimes. So, and I'm like, damn, like it's in a fine print underneath the sign. It's like, well, we well, we suck dick for like fifty five hundred dollar tip. What? But sometimes the massage. You know the price of pussy's been going up, bro. I didn't know that, and I would never. <laughs> but I remember when pussy used to only be a hundred bucks for an hour, man. That was a hundred sixty. They're out here tricking, boy. Those, those were back. Yeah, dude. So this like, yeah, Taraji P. Henson literally killed in that show. Hustle and Flow. Literally, like when I was a kid, I was like, damn. 
Do I want to be a pimp one day type shit? Facts. <laughs> they, made that, they made that shit hella cool. I feel like a lot of shows have been making like stuff like that, like hella cool, like dealing being, drugs, being a pimp. I'm like, damn, okay, Top Boy <laughs> and stuff like that. That shit is crazy cool. My my favorite show is Power. I want to be like Ghost when I grow up. Bro, Ghost is crazy. <laughs> I, I swear to God, bro, I want to be like Ghost. Bro. Ghost is cold <laughs> as fuck, bro. Then like, um, what's his son's name? Tyreek Tyreek hey, He got his own show The fact that they're doing like Power They had power And then they just doing A bunch of shows That brunch is off Is like 50 Cent's a 50 smart man 50 is a fucking genius smart man, bro, bro. Uh, it's, a, it's a power universe My favorite um, My favorite is uh, Tommy's universe See I watched like A couple episodes And that one's badass So yeah. far I need to finish it I need yeah. to finish it For sure Worth worth it It's yeah. worth it Yeah Tommy's a fucking G bro He's a dog He's a fucking dog, and I think they chose the perfect actor for him because I don't know who that actor is. That white boy, he throws hard. Yeah. Honestly, that white was a nigga, bro. He's basically a nigga for real. For real. I'm like, damn, that Tommy's a real one. Yeah. Um, I've I've been watching like hella document. I'm like a documentary person, bro. Like, I feel like history and like documentary and stuff, bro. I'm s- super educated on stuff like that. Like Netflix documentary, I probably watched them all type shit. And there's so many good ones. I love like. The cult documentaries because i'm so interested about like how you know how people fucking made other people like join this one thing like give them their whole paycheck and their whole life just for this one ideology that's just crazy to me you think it's crazy i mean motherfuckers do it all the time dude it's called the church <laughs> yeah no that's real no, that's yeah. real and like um like i really i'm a bigger believer of like the universe and like I just feel like the Bible and stuff. A lot of people, a lot of people have been murdered over the the Bible. Wars have been started. Seventy years war has been started over the Bible. You know, and it was like, wow, one hundred ten percent. I'm there with you. The thing, the thing is with me with um, Christianity. Yeah, uh, is like the Romans first killed Jesus. Yeah, right, right. And then there's a period of time where. You know, the people that were following the word of Christ, they, you don't really hear too much about them. Yeah. But then the Romans adopted it. Why did they? True. Right? I, I want to know. Maybe I need to do more research myself. Right. But I want to know why they started believing in God. What made the them. Right. What yeah. made them happen? This might be too much, but I believe that America is just Rome V2, you know? Interesting. Rome, Rome uh, version 2. I haven't been to the Capitol buildings or anything like that, but they say that there's, like, George Washington on top of a fucking chariot. You know, like, old jer- old uh, uh, Roman kind of vibes and stuff like that, you know? So, um, with me... I've in high school, like I've gone to DC because I, I was accepted to this program, and I was just so young to go to DC. Like all expenses paid, yeah, all expenses paid, and basically I would just put on like energy conference for these kids in the uh, across the whole country, and I had to write an essay to get accepted to this program. But I was like, thankfully, smart enough to get accepted, and I I've been I've been in DC like three times maybe, and those Capitol buildings, yeah, it's like sometimes obviously they all have like Freemason like like. Um, marks on it and like you you understand it's like why the freemasons are everywhere because it's they're everywhere in dc bro and dc is not considered a state you know and so it's literally considered a territory and it's like 
like wow there's so much history there but you feel this history there and i and i love dc and like honestly it's one of my favorite places in the country because i love the history and i love how much history it's the smithsonian's there mm-hmm. Martin Luther king's memorials there mm-hmm. you know what i mean but there's a whole lot of freemasonry there and like a whole lot of marks like that so i can only like i can only like agree with that because i'm sure there's a whole lot of roman marks being that it's freemasonry as well yeah and you know if you like all that history stuff just wait until you make your way over to rome bro wow. i i'm i'm a big like history kind of guy as well yeah and whenever i was walking the streets of italy and just europe you just see yeah. the architecture and it's like this is the old world bro yeah you know what i mean and it's just you take a, a step back and you're just walking cobblestones bro and you're like holy Crazy. fuck dude they're motherfuckers the pantheon i went to that i went the to the yeah in the coliseum i went to the coliseum actually wow, and everything nice. i saw That's all sick. the little coliseums around and stuff and they're, they're still digging up stuff in italy bro you know and it's just it's it's fucking mind-blowing oh, yeah bro truly it's, it, and me i have this theory mm-hmm. where you know what what was inside the pyramids you know what what kind of paper paperwork what kind of scriptures were in there yeah right now knowledge is power totally so I'm big on w- that. what about if everything that's happening in the world right now has already happened and they have it written down so they so the people in charge know what's going on yeah you know what i mean i know i totally understand that right that's interesting what they already knew already happened before and they already knew how to like cope with it exactly. so it's like but some people have the papers and don't want to share it obviously exactly i i, I wouldn't want to <laughs> if i if i was trying to be yeah. in charge of shit i wouldn't want to share shit hell no like especially I mean, like after the plague like, that's it's wild in itself it killed literally what uh half of europe the plague did our third of Europe almost, and like that's just crazy that one disease coming from a rat. You know, that rat basically, it basically came from China. That's still that thing came from China, and it was just like, is is history is history repeating, repeating itself? itself? Dun, dun. <laughs> Salad house, <laughs> yo. But no, dude, like it's scary to really think like that because I'm not gonna say yeah it is, but like I just feel like. Maybe the way we treated the plague, too, is just the way we're treating COVID. And it's like, maybe we should go about it a different way. But, like, the media is going to make it hard for us to ever go about it. Because the media literally runs this whole world. Yeah. And it's scary that it does, man. It really is. I think you, uh, Joe Rogan just had uh, Ru- Russell... Russell Crow, Russell Crow, no Russell Brand, Russell was, Brand, that's yeah, his name from, yeah. from London. Yeah, I, I did. I haven't. I haven't heard the episode. Russell Crow, that'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a. <laughs> I seen that one. I didn't get to watch the fully yet though. Yeah. But, but I seen was, that one. But I saw the clip where he, they were saying like all this stuff that they're that they're that they're putting out in the media is to scare us, to control us, and stuff. And then whenever oh, we dude. all rise up as a community like how we're doing now we actually have these talks yeah you know then we start taking back the world you know ah so whenever we start challenging their their narrative their narrative and then we start interjecting like no nah, i don't think so how, like have they have they been saying how 
the north and south poles are fucking shifting and how like right 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 i've seen that too right so what about if the north and south poles they're they're gonna be on their side right and then we the earth stops rotating for a few days right and then Mm. half the earth is just in darkness and it freezes over ice age on half the world right and then when it and then it'll flip again then it'll start spinning again so then all the continents are going to be jumbled up jumbled you know up, yeah so is that really hard to believe honestly for me like scientifically like i'm a huge science person that's why like religion is like hard for me and like like honestly like i grew up super christian my family is super christian you know mm-hmm. and i love my family like to a t and like like, I may still have some Christian values a little bit, but um, for the most part, I'm just a little hippie, man. And, like, I just believe in the universe what goes around comes around serendipity. But it's just for hard me. It's hard for me to believe, like, certain things like that, you know? Like, like the planet North Poles are shifting and stuff like that. Because, honestly, I think if they were, I think we would still feel it now. Like, because everything's a domino effect. So if North Poles are shifting... We would have felt it there, which would have made us feel it here, and would just made it feel like feel it here. But I don't think like like you said, like there it's gonna come dark on one side, and then it's gonna start spinning. Like that's just really hard for me to believe, and like it, that sounds super gnarly. Like it sounds super gnarly, but I don't know. Think, Honestly, think about how much people would die, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Think about it, and then it'd be close to a genocide in yeah. some places. Oh, come on, bro. Yeah, totally. You know, and then why wouldn't they want to control that narrative? True. You know why they, wouldn't they, they always have the media? Yeah, yeah they always have. It's to me, it's not hard. To me, it's not that hard to believe, bro. Really? <laughs> no, no, not at all, bro. Do you believe in global warming? Global warming is 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 true, but I also believe that it's something that's been happening. That's that's yeah. something that na- that naturally occurs. You know, oh, yeah. we as humans, we we're probably speeding up the process. Totally. But it probably was going to happen regardless. Yeah. Now, do I think that everyone in California by 20, what is it, by 2033, they want they all to be EVs, electronic yeah. vehicles? I, yeah, uh, exactly. Is that really going to make a fucking difference, bro? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference, but yeah, our ozone layer is fucked right now. Our ozone layer is super fucked. So, yeah. like, the amount of fossil fuels going to our ozone layer is really fucking, fucking it up, which is making... Which is, I think, is causing the global warming because obviously we're putting the shit into our, our ozone layer and it's making these certain rays and some, certain things get, go through the stratosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just fucking up. I think it's really fucking with our lungs as well. And we're really living in the fucking valley where we all have asthma and like it's, it's becoming worse because all these fossil fuels and like we're burning oil, we're making coal and stuff like that. So, like, for like I said, I went to DC for this conference. It's about energy conference. It's, I'm really big about renewable energy, so hydrothermal energy, you know what I mean? Solar power. Those are all renewable energies. Non non-renewable, coal, like these hydrothermal powers is coming from the earth and stuff like that. Stuff like that, it, it's it's really detrimental to our environment and to our people because we've been doing it for so many years. Like literally eighteen hundreds, that's where they powered, you know, most of their shit is off coal. And like using burning all this shit into the air and it's like they didn't live too long obviously because they were doing that but they didn't realize and so like i just hope that we fucking realize what we're doing and then like we just stop but i agree not by 2033 it's not gonna really make a big difference to the world but i think gradually step by step and getting to stuff like that is gonna be better 
Hopefully, dude. Hopefully. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to be like doom and gloom sort of dude, but if people don't start changing um, their ways of thinking, yeah. and I'm not just saying like burning less or using less plastics, I mean like in a spiritual way. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't, like, actually raise up your vibrations. Yeah. I see what you mean. Then we're all going to feel the effects of, of negativity. Exactly. You know? That's why I always try to press push posit- positive vibes all that. everywhere. Because I I see it, bro. I, I, I've seen what I could do. You yeah. know? And I'm not just saying that me as a person, that who I am. Yeah, that has something to do with it. But you do it, too. Yeah. Joe Schmo could do it as well. Yeah, you know, uh, if you could go into the instead of going into the DMV right. with the fucking pissed off fucking face, right? Go in there with the fucking smile, bro. Yeah, and whenever you see someone, just hey, what's yeah, going on, give, bro? Give, that, you know, give, give them that energy. Give them that good, good vibe, that good energy, bro, mm-hmm. because that elevates the energy totally everywhere. You know, totally. And then you could, bro, you could feel it wherever you go. You know, sometimes whenever you're talking to someone. To someone, and you're actually saying something that's real resonant. Yep. Everything around you gets quieter. Exactly, and right? it just becomes more clear, man. Exactly. It really does become more clear, and energy is so huge, and people don't really understand. If you think energy is not real, you're lying to yourself, and you need to start putting positive energy in this world because it comes back tenfold to you, ten fucking fold, and like that's all you need to do in order to you know make a better life for yourself. In in order to feel like you're making a better life for yourself, is to just put positive energy back into this world. I really, I truly believe it, man. I truly do, and I've I've done it myself, and it's been happening happening that's why i'm here that's why i'm here with someone who has the as big as positive energy as i do because it really does it brings us together and it makes everything just much better man it it does bro and and i you know that's why i'm having a like kind of an internal battle with myself because i don't want to call myself a fucking hippie yeah you know what i mean because i'm not yeah but I definitely do have like hippie views about yeah. things, you know, that's because what's up, fuck with it. Because loving your neighbor and everyone, that's what the fuck you should do, bro. Truly, you should. I, Truly, like all this like racism that we're having uh, around the world in America. Oh, it's been worse since Trump. Has it really, or has it always been there? And people are just shining their true colors. Yeah, exactly. You and know like, what I mean? Why the fuck did? <laughs> Why the fuck did Biden say in his presidential race, he says, you're not black if you don't vote for me? That shit is wild to me. Like, literally. No, like, and blatantly said it. And still is in office right now with a black vice president. And I'm just like, what kind of backwards ass shit is going on? You know? And like, he did the, like, the 96 crack bill, which made everyone, like, literally, like, it's kind of basically the war on drugs and like basically we didn't have to, it made so many black people minorities locked up man and he did he and he did that himself and he admitted the truth that he did it which is fine but you did it so it's like dude like what made you ever want to do that like to minorities that, like the only reason the crack was introduced i truly agree was because you know obviously the cia back back in the day to uh, freeway willie and freeway will and like I'm not freeway will, but freeway Rick Ross, and he they gave him that in L.A. and that's become uh, that became like the crack bill, which drove him to you know sign off on it. But basically, 
in uh, LA in about around the 70s and 80s, obviously we, it was a big drug time because the CIA would introduce this crack and cocaine to like the people and Freeway Rick Ross would sell it for sure because they kept telling him to sell it. And like he even had to sell it because he would get locked up because of it. And we're watching Snowfall. So everyone knows I'm telling the fucking truth. And this shit is fucking sad because it's living a domino effect on our kids today. Now our kids want to gangbang. And like that really was became it when Rodney King happened, it started like the riots and stuff like that. It's all a domino effect and people aren't realizing it, and people can accept it sometimes, but it's the truth. People can accept that they're fucking <laughs> that their mommy and daddy would lie to them. Yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, exactly. They, they lie all the time, bro. You know, and, I, it's bad. and then when people ask me, I was like, I know what the fucking government's capable of because I worked for the fucking government, bro. Yeah. That way, you know, yep, that um, part, that part, bro, you know, I still have loyalty, you and know, you totally. Yeah. 110%. But it's like, you, you, you must be stupid. It must be really, really stupid. Bro. Yeah. Cause I have loyalty to the government. I love our government, but dude, even, even with this people, this office, like, yes, the last presidential office was pretty gnarly. People say, but this office, what are they doing for us, man? Giving us crack pipes. What are they truly doing for us? <laughs> no, for real? Yeah, like, no. all this comes out about Hunter Biden and, like, the Russians and all this. But, and dude, China. And they they can't say anything to hide it. And I'm just like, in China, man, I'm like, this shit is crazy. We're having weather balloons in the sky singing from North Korea. No, it's from China. from North Korea. from China. Who is it really? Bro, who is it from? Because I'm confused. They're making me confused. And I have to say Trump fucking killed it but like bro honestly he was doing better and i'm like for a, i'm a far left person he was doing better than joe biden is now i'm not gonna cap bro and like and if you're a minority person out there dude and like you can't agree with it you really have to look at the the numbers and look at what's actually going on now because it's it's fucked bro it's really fucked the brass prices are now going back up you know job job employment is going back down and even joe biden even said at the beginning of january that the Unemployment never been so high or uh, not so high, Hello. but so low in its life. And I'm just like, you're fucking capping. He just nigga just now just says shit, bro. <sighs> bro, I'll, I'll tell you what, dude. The the powers that be, dude, are doing what they do, yeah. you know. And who whoever's in charge is playing their chessboard very wisely. You know shit, what I mean? Bro. Killing that shit. Killing it, dude. Uh, <sighs> and it's scary because you feel like you don't have. Um, power you like it feels yeah. like you can't fight back but no you 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 do we definitely can. we do you know how you see it? it's sure. not i it's we, we us as a collective yes we have the power to change most definitely so that's what we should be doing so whenever we are in the in the line in the grocery store we should bring up these type of conversations oh you shouldn't be talking about this and that motherfucker why exactly why can't i bring up you know you know what i think is funny why can't i bring up the fact that i think that it's wrong for little kids to go to drag shows yeah bro that's so funny no oh dude literally no literally it's wrong as it, it's I, I go to drag night every night, fifth quarter, every Wednesday. Well, my, my friends, my like, my best friend's Lily Vi, and I love him to death. Shout out to Damien. I love you, bro. And, like, all my, most of my friend group are, like, probably bye, dude. Because I just love it being about people who are just super about themselves and just know themselves to a T. Because a lot of people, bro, they don't know themselves, and they like to put on this thing. Just put on this facade. So a lot of people put on a facade, bro. I'm like, and I can just see right through it, and I can read right through it, especially being in retail. I can read right through it. I like to surround myself and make sure I surround myself with people who are just 
genuine, genuinely themselves and genuinely just want to give good energy to the world because that's going to make me a better man. It's going to make me a better person, make me a better friend, and make me a better husband and mm -hmm. a better boyfriend. And it truly, and I truly feel that. And so, dude. That's why I just surround myself with. So, like, when you say like kids seeing drag shows, that that's that's out of pocket, bro. It really is out of pocket. Like, I've seen drag shows, and like, bro, that's out of pocket. Yeah, man. yeah, dude. Um, you're not gonna convince me that it's okay for uh, you know, a grown man dressed as a woman, and that's not the problem. I'm no, not saying no, it's that's definitely the problem. Not. Like I said, I love drag night. Yeah. What the problem is is that you're exposing yourself to young children. And you have that chil those children around grown ass adults. Yeah, I agree and with that. I seen videos like on like l on Twitter and shit where it shows videos of the little kids like standing or sitting. It was a little girl sitting in front of the chair. It, she's sitting on a chair, and the dude, the the drag queen, starts going and dancing and shaking the tits and the ass and no. like right in front of them and giving them like kind of like a fucking strip tease, right? No way. And the and the little girl is like, this yeah. scared, no, like, like what kind of like do? petrified, like exactly with their mouth open, like, uh, but the mom is in the corner going, oh my gosh, she's loving it. See, that's bitch. Wild. No, you're loving it. You're, exactly, you're seeking acceptance from others. To me, you you already missed out your time to be cool, you yo. dumb bitch. You know what I mean? Why are you subjecting your child to this? Exactly. Why? No, exactly. Why? Why? And, and and then you're giving, and then at the end of the day, your kid comes up to you, and then you, you know, I don't know how true this could be, but your kid comes up to you, and, and then they say, "Mom, I want to wear a dress." Okay, you can wear a dress, and then start taking these pills uh, to to block your hormones from being a boy. Wild. No, that's that's great. And like, yes, I believe in the trans, I trans community, I love them, LGBTQ plus community, I love them. But like. Is your is it's so hard? Is your son really going to be wanting to be trans at eleven or twelve? That's crazy at, to me. These these dumb motherfuckers have that's five it. or six year olds yeah. saying that oh, my kids so bi crazy, or my kids bro. pansexual. That's Bitch, really what the killing fuck, me. motherfucker? What the I'm hell? Like, what? Bitch, I like play, dude. I, I'll say it right now. I had I had a I didn't have a Barbie, but I, I would play with a right. Barbie, and then I would play with my Spider Man at the same time. Yeah. man. what the fuck does that? Like, bitch, that doesn't make me fucking gay or all. trans or pat. Dude, no, that dude, you're a little kid. You're able to. You're able to express do yourself. Exactly. Express yourself, please, do. Exactly. And like now, it's I feel like it's making. I don't know. I'm not like a kid or in elementary school right now, but I can't imagine being in elementary school right now. I'm like, like, like my mom says I'm a girl, so I'm a girl, and I'm just like, that'd be crazy for me. Like, if my best friend says something like that to me, I'd be like, okay, and then like I had to call my best friend a girl. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just like that's just a very interesting dynamic. They're creating, they're creating a very interesting dynamic in the middle schools and the elementary schools nowadays, for real. You, maybe in high school, I could maybe see it, you know, maybe see it because they're in high school and like now they maybe, maybe, you feel me? Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, like, big ugh, maybe. It's still, yeah. It's fucking disgusting, bro. Yeah, I agree. That, that's the way, dude, and you know, uh, me, bro, whenever I feel a certain way to start making me act out and use my hands out and shit like that, dude, I'm being dead serious. That shit's fucking wrong, dog. Yeah. That shit, 110%. Okay. And then, and then if you're a parent that does that to your child, you, you should get CPS called on you, bro. I'll fucking call them. And I'm not a snitch, bro. And that's Damn. how far I For fucking sure. take it like that. For you know sure. what I mean? Right. Because all you're doing is grooming these children 
I just saw I just saw that California passed some legislation saying that that pedophiles that have sex, um, oral sex with willing minors will get less time on their on their sentence. Yeah, swallow that motherfucker, dude. No way, bro. bro. I literally have my degree. I right. (laughs) I have my my degree in criminal justice, and like that's wow. I did not know that. I did not know that. Because, bro, you deserve to die if you're a fucking pedophile. Like, in my opinion, you should get the death penalty. These people, bro. Let's talk about it because Mm -hmm. in the black community, especially if you want to talk about the South, there's so many people on death row right now who's black for fucking. Violations they never even did, and like nowadays, yeah, it's we're so woke now to we're now we're realizing it. But dude, there's literally more more black people on death row than anybody in this whole country. Let's talk about it because it's a fucking problem. It's a problem. There's people who is still in jail because of weed and marijuana. And there, if I go to Tulare right now, I can go to a drive-through and show my license and buy some marijuana. Like that is crazy to me, bro. It's literally crazy to me. So if you're subjecting these kids to sex sexualization like that it's literally sad and maybe you can agree that some kids are like maybe born gay and like and i have gay friends okay yes i love it but the trans stuff where it gets trans where you get one of your kids not necessarily wanting but you these kids now are thinking they they're women is is crazy if they're men they're thinking they're women it's not crazy it's crazy. No, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you put on an apron and some heels and you walk around. Dude, yeah. okay. I don't give a fuck. You're a little kid. Do what you need yeah. to do. Now, if you continue and if you continuously feel that way until you're 25 and then then that's whenever you want to make the transfer, totally. go ahead and fucking do it. Totally. Make, make sure it comes out of your pocket. And I'm right? all about it. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're fucking 16 and... That's you see, you see everyone on TikTok telling you it's okay to be like that. It is okay, Always. but what's not okay is you going to the doctor and telling your doctor, "I want to be a girl, so give me pills that block my hormones." That's 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 wrong. That's wrong as fuck. Yeah, that's wrong as fuck because you're you're now you're stopping the naturalization of your body and of yourself, and it's just like, why? Because you feel some type of way, just let it rock. Just let it fucking rock, bro. And you can still do whatever you want. But just because you don't have like those certain parts doesn't mean you can't do whatever you want, man. And like it's the country we're here we're in, like it's freedom. Yes. Maybe it's sounding like sometimes we're giving too much freedom to those parents as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like and that's where it's becoming a problem. Because I don't, sometimes I think it's more so the parents want the change rather than themselves. But like, honestly, I'm not there. I'm not in the room. I'm not in their house, so I can't say it too much. But like, from what I'm getting from a lot of times, especially like, like just talking to people sometimes, it's sometimes like the parents is like, oh no, be yourself. Like, you know, like Dwayne Wade's like, child, you know, this guy changed. And I, I forget how the age, the, the age of that one, it's like now Zaya Wade. Mm. It's like, this like that's that's a rough one like maybe he was 18 maybe but i don't know i'm pretty sure he's below 18 and he's been pushing it for so long and i'm just like just let your son be gay you're like yeah. that's totally fine to let him be gay right? yeah and then you're you're changing this kid at the age of 18 okay he wanted it but you should have waited until he was 25 until his brain was fully developed exactly you know exactly. and then another thing with that is He's getting so much shine on his situation because of who he is and who his dad is, right? Yeah. 
So, you know, what about if one day he was like, oh, you know what, dude? I kind of like fucking bitches, you know? Right. But now I've been telling people that I'm a woman. Since I was I like gotta, I, 11. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, have, I have to go through with it because of that pressure, you know? And... You know the powers, the powers that be. You know, and when I say that, I say media. Yeah. They chose him for a reason, for right? sure. No, totally chose well, one of the biggest basketball players' sons in the world. And then why? You know, and what the fuck is Dwayne Wade gonna do? He's gonna tell his son no, so that way he could get benched, and then he yeah. can't provide for his family. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, he's retired now. Yeah. But like, even yeah. even so, even though he's retired, all those deals that he has. True. Out the window. Well, hey, the media says that you can't. True. Sorry, bro. The media's not fucking with you. I'm I'm stripping everything you from you because I don't want to lose my cash. Exactly. Greedy bitches. No, I'm God. Oh, God. And there's you so see? many. Like, Nike has dipped out on, like, so many people sometimes, too, because of, like, certain things here and there. So, like, I like I agree. And, like, th everything's a, a strategic, like, ploy. It's all a strategic ploy. And it's, it is so fucked, especially when it's your celebrity. I feel like everything is a strategic ploy. Mm -hmm. like, I get it if he was like a nobody and like living in Miami and stuff like that and doing that for his son. Like, it's, that's dope. But dude, like you're literally one of the biggest basketball players in the world. And you, obviously one of your kids is on the biggest pedestal as an LGBTQ person in the community. So like, yeah, you just wanted to do that. Now you're, now you're getting all this, this love. And I, not, you're getting all this love. You're also getting all this, you know, backlash. And not say we're backlashing, but we're just putting, no. shedding light yeah. to it because we do care about the LGBTQ community. LG, you know what I mean? But like, it's the trans part of it as a minor, which is very, very flawed to me. That's yeah. that's just all. Well, yeah. you know, growing growing up, I had I went to school with I don't I don't know the kid, um, but he was a very flamboyant like flamboyant yeah. uh, gay dude, right? Uh, right. I, I didn't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, that's I didn't sick. give one fuck. Yeah, he's expressing yeah. himself. I love gay people because they express themselves more so than anybody who... Like, I love people who are bitches to express themselves. And I love the gay community because they do it. Like, and that's why I love all my friends because they fucking do it. They're themselves to a T. Exactly. Like, I don't want I don't hear no fakeness. I don't see no fakeness. I don't feel no fakeness from none of my friends who are gay. And I fucking love them. Yeah, you know, you know what's crazy? When I was in the army, I had a roommate while I was at Fort Bragg. Um, I don't know whether I want to say his name or not, but fuck it, I'm, fuck it, I'm gonna say it. Arius, shout out, shout Arius. out, shout out, big Arius, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was a gay dude, right? And they didn't like that, bro, because he was flamboyant. He was flamboyant, and you know, he was like, ah, you know what I mean? Like right. he, would, he would hit what, you what with the ah, yeah. and he would call me. Medina, you're my little meatball. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Arius, dude. Stop saying that shit in public. Oh, People look at me weird, oh, dude. God, right, you know? I get it. But but it's okay. And I, dude, I love the fucking kid because he yeah. was in fucking self, and he didn't let people like bully him around like that you know what i mean he oh, was no. still he they was would still never think like, hey, people they'll they'll pop off like da, 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 da. like i already know like my friend uh it's my my uh girl's best friend too isaiah bro he'll beat the i, I promise isaiah will beat every one of you up on a podcast bro yeah. this nigga will beat you up bro and so like don't not say shit about him and i love him to a t because he's all about himself it's all about Nicki minaj <laughs> and I love my boy Damien because he's all about themselves. He's a little Aquarius, and like, they don't give a fuck, bro. They do so well in life, and like they're themselves, dude. People who aren't themselves, and I see that you struggling. I'd be like, maybe that's why. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe that's why because you're trying to be put on this port portray someone else that you're not, or just portray someone else that you want to be. No, nigga, like be yourself. Who you're raised, be yourself. You know, stand on ten toes. Who you are. 
Literally, send on ten toes, please, because you can go so far, man. Go oh, so God, far, dude. You know, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I wasn't myself. I, same, same. You know what's crazy? I feel like a lot of times for me, like I did shrooms like senior year of high school, right? And like, bro, I still tell people to this day, like, sh- what's shrooms, bro? I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't take those shrooms because I really figured out so much. So my, like, my daddy, he passed like. 2013 rest in peace rp and that's I love, hard and I, bro that's, yeah that's not that's not that long though. yeah not at all hard like it's now 10 years which is crazy which is crazy and like i was just 16 going through it but like i really feel like it made me the man i am today it made me so much stronger and just to watch he died of cancer a kidney cancer mm. like it was just like super rough to watch him like deteriorate like i'll come home for like wrestling practice bro and like he wouldn't even know who i am anymore and like that shit got like rough and I, just ah, went, dude, I feel like crying no you're good cutting but like I didn't even cry during his funeral, and like, it was just wild. Then I felt it when I was to Hawaii my freshman year, mm. and like I was going through like depression a little bit in my dorm because yeah. I had a dorm by myself too, bro. Mm. So it got super rough. But then like my fraternity brothers would knock on my door, like Keon, like get out, like come out, and those are people that would really save me, and that's why I love my fraternity and I love my all my pledge brothers like to a T because they really did save it's me, get family. me through it. That's my fa- blood doesn't make family. And that's what we say in our fraternity. Blood doesn't make family, and it really doesn't. And it really doesn't. Like literally, I didn't expect to go to Hawaii and like twenty white boys be my fucking family, but they were, bro. And I love all of them like with all my heart, and I would give any anything to all of them. And so, yeah, dude, my dad passed, and so once I did had that pat had that happen, I just like was so confused. Obviously, I was so confused. I was doing so well in school, yeah. But I know my dad. One thing my dad wanted me to do is focus on my education and graduate. So that's what I fucking did, and that's that's right. My my freshman year, yeah, I was into school, but I wasn't in school as much. And when he passed, that made me fucking like you better be on your shit, bro, because mm-hmm. like you can't disappoint nobody. And like I had to be that person for my little siblings. I had to be a role model, and like I I did become a role model, but obviously I was president of BSU. Mm-hmm. I was vice president of my school. Then I just like I graduated like a three point seven GPA. Let's and, like, go. I went to Hawaii, man. Like I did. I made my daddy proud. I really feel like I made my daddy proud, bro. And like so, it's just I don't know what we were talking about before that but like literally if you just i have like i only have one parent now dude like and some people have two so like i just think you should like people should just talk to their parents and maybe just get to get to know them a little bit more mm-hmm. because your parent is also someone's you know like someone's baby you know it's like someone's like maybe you don't know your grandma or grandpa but like you know your your dad and your mom is that's that's their baby bro so they have so much knowledge being your parent I mean, coming from, like, your grandparents, too. So just talk to people. Talk to your parents. And, like, just tell them how you feel. And, like, a lot of people, I feel like, are, like, maybe scared of their bad dad or scared of their parent. Like, I really feel like you just talk to your parents and really get to know them. Because a lot of my friends even don't have, like, good relationship with their parents. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty fucked. But me and, like, my mom, like, Darrell, like, <laughs> that's her name. I love my mom, bro. Like, my mom's, like, my sister, bro. Like, my best friend, bro. We'll drink Henny together. We'll smoke together. We'll just shoot the shit. And, like, I don't have, like, a lot of people don't have a relationship with their parents. But, like, and I'm thankful for that. But I think people should, like, try. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, whenever whenever I was going through uh, therapy after deployment, um, uh, the parents, you know, parent stuff always comes up, right? And, you know, something that took me back whenever we were talking about stuff is, you know, your parents are humans too. Totally. They have dreams. Totally. They had dreams before you were born. Oh, fuck yeah. They you did. know? So why do you treat them like... 
Yeah. They, 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 they're not like cute. You know, I'm not trying to like sound fucked up, but why are you treating them like just an object? Yeah. Some people are dicks to their parents. Yeah. Bro. You can't, you know, and I got, I, I was uh, kind of like kicked out of my house. Right. Um, I, after, after college, like my dad found like a bag of fucking weed under my, under. That's crazy. You said that. Cause yeah. like I got kicked out two days prior to moving to Hawaii by my stepmom Cause she found like swisher guts in my icy cup. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, right? Tell me about it. Yeah. So <laughs> I got kicked out and my dad beat, beat my ass. Right. And I resented him for it, bro. You know what I mean? And I was just like, what can I do to fucking like, just get away, get away from everything. Right. You know? And I left. I went to I went to Korea. I joined the military. Went to Korea, and then my grandfather passed like on my birthday. Wow, you know, yeah. and I was out there by myself, bro. Yeah, and it was a sad time. And then I could only imagine how my dad was feeling during that right. time, you know. And I really wish I was able to talk to him, but I wasn't mad enough. You know, uh, I wasn't mad enough to too call much him. Pride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too much pride in that pride should kill you, bro. Pride, pride is the devil, like J. Cole said. Pride yeah. is the devil. It, it is, bro. And, you know, right now, me and my dad are, are working through the issues that we've had, you know. I'm glad. But it, it, it's, 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 it's hard. It's hard yeah. work, bro. Peeling back those layers of, like, of, like, hatred you had towards your parents, you know. And, and you always blame your parents for the things they've done to you. But they're always. Old, dude, you're you're their first kid or you're Literally. you're a kid. Literally. You put yourself in their shoes and you don't know how, how you would have fucking acted in those yeah. type of situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they were just trying to do the best with the information. They were doing the best job they could with the information they had at the time. Yep. You yep. know, my dad is a completely different person from whenever he beat my ass for, for breaking uh for crashing my, my quad right. and breaking my ribs. He beat my ass. I was driving my quad. I, I hit a sea tray. I was doing like some Tokyo Drift type uh, shit. Okay, okay. And and I and I tipped it and I crashed into a a sea train, right? A storage Damn. unit. And then the quad was like leaning over my head. Right? What? Yeah. Okay. And I woke up and I was like, oh fucking huge pain in my sh in my ribs. I got up and I tried to push down the the, the quad. But I couldn't do it. I was too fucked up. Yeah. And my quad was fucked by then. Damn. Right. And I was walking back to my dad. And he's like, what happened to you? And I was like, I was crying by then. Right. And I was like, I fucked up the quad. I crashed. And he grabbed my arm. He stretched up. He stretched out my arm. Right. And he spanked me. Boom, boom, yep. boom, boom. You know. And at the time, I thought he, he did it because he hated me. He didn't do it because he hated me. Fuck he did no. it because he was scared, bro. Yeah. He was, he was mad. You know, let's just do it again, especially. Yeah, exactly. So he fixed that. He, he fixed the issue the way that he thought was a proper way to do it because totally. his dad did the same. Beat the fuck out of him. He did the same. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So he was only dealing. He was trying to fix a problem with the information that he had, right? And I resented him. Yeah. For that, you know. Interesting. So not interesting. But that's why it takes time to break shit apart like an onion, bro. You yeah. know, to get back to that inner child that you have and taking time out of your day to talk to yourself. To Crap. talk your, to yourself as a as a as a little boy that you were. Yeah. Or the little girl that you were, and you'll right. be like, dude, it's okay. You know, I love you. Exactly. 
No, you love, it is. You got to love yourself before you start loving others, bro. You truly do. You, and, you truly do. And you can't blame others. You can't because you won't you won't grow if you do you you won't grow if you keep blaming your mom and stuff like for how you are now you will not grow you have to forgive dude you have to like I've I've gone through so much with my family like especially in Bakersfield I don't I don't even talk to my family in Bakersfield anymore really but like dude I like I want to I want to and like that's one thing I need to get over too it's just like being I need to reach out a little bit more. And I, I suck at communicating sometimes with family, man. Same. Because I just gone through like so much. Not necessarily even with them. I just gone through so much, and I felt like maybe they weren't there, and so like maybe they weren't there, and so like I know I can get through it, and so but still I need to still have that relationship with them, and and it sucks because I feel like I definitely don't, especially after my dad passed, my step family like I'm, we're just definitely not as close anymore. Mm. We're just definitely not as close because maybe he was the glue. He know? was. You know, he definitely was. And, like, it's it, it sucks. It, it really does suck because I miss, like, my, my family on that side. I miss my siblings on that side and my cousins and stuff. But we just can't really, like, talk talk because, like, we just never really – we're just dwelling on way too much trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're dwelling on way too much trauma. And time heals everything, and I know that. And time heals everything. And I know it's bound to happen in the future. But obviously, obviously I wish it could happen now. But – yeah, man, it's like trauma is a big thing. Childhood trauma is a big thing, and we go through. And yeah, like, it, it, sh- it shapes us. It shapes us who true. we are now. It builds character. Yeah, exactly. Builds character, <sighs> and like even like our our parents went through childhood trauma, and they're exactly. they're only parenting us due to their what they gone through. You know, when they were younger, and like especially being minorities, bro, we we deal with generational trauma, and like. Because obviously, you know, with black people, especially we were slaves and stuff like that. So it just trickles down. It's a trickle down effect. And if we can break that generational curse, man, that'd be such a big blessing. And that's what I want to pass on to my kids in the future. You know, I hope to pass on, like, not that generational curse, but just, like, what we could have done. Yeah, we could have done that. I want to teach my kids, yes, we could have done better. Me and my, my dad could have done better. Me and my mom maybe could have done better. But now I'm doing this with you now, and, and this is the better. The system exactly. better, and you are going to be the better. Exactly, yeah. you know. And then, you know, it's just not—it's just not us being minorities. It's white people too, bro. No, true, you're right. Right, you know, it's, it's, right. it's everybody, bro. It's yeah. everybody. Everybody has has hard growing pains, bro. But you know, you know, try to switch the subject a little bit. But yeah, my 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 parent, my mom is like, when are you guys gonna have babies? Like, you know, <laughs> me and the misses, and I just say. You know, I I don't feel okay doing that because my dad crossed the border illegally, got his papers, brought my mom over, and then he bought a house, and then he provided so much for us. (laughs) Talk about being a man. Yeah, exactly. Talk about being a fucking man. People think they're men now. (laughs) <laughs> no, bro. No, bro. You think they're men now? It's gnarly. Yeah, dude. No. <laughs> like, bring your family over a whole different country. Yeah, exactly. And then you get it from fucking the ground up, bro. Yeah. You you see you see what I'm saying? Your first generation, then, right? Yeah, first generation Mexican American, dude. You right? Which for most a lot of people in this valley. And dude, for you guys to do it, like maybe I would have been maybe first generation coming off the slave ship. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. But dude, you guys are first generation now trying to figure it out. So my hats off to you, bro. I salute you guys trying to figure it out. I salute your parents more so than anything that figured it the fuck out, moved to Portoville. just trying to create a better life for you. Like, 
because everything is there's a big there's a lot going on in Mexico. There's a lot going on, and like they obviously fleed for a reason. Exactly, bro. Exactly. If my dad wouldn't wouldn't have been here, I would have probably been part of the cartel. No, knowing I, myself, you would have been. You, I mean, you, know? you would have been. It, like, yeah, facts, dude, and. They 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 struggled. They made sacrifices. You know, my dad still wants to be hanging out with his mom and his cousins and uh, you know his brothers and sisters and shit. But he sacrificed that shit for me. So it would be a disservice to my future child if I didn't build something of legacy. That's a big word to hand down. You know what I mean? Big word. I want to. I want to be that. I want to be the empire. Yes. I want to show fuck my man. kid. I don't want to give it to him. I want to show him what the fuck they could do. Exactly. You know what I mean? And if you're struggling, I could I could shoot you some bread. For I sure. could shoot you a job so you could earn that. For sure. But you need to get it out the way we did. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Because like, we're not raising pussies over here on this we're side. We're never raising fucking pussies. Never. And my daddy didn't raise no pussy. His daddy didn't raise no pussy. So why am I starting now? And like... Maybe now in this generation, a lot of things maybe seem, seem handed out to them, which I give a credit to a lot of like white people or a lot of parents because I went to Hawaii. And a lot of like one of my fraternity brothers, bro, like one of my fraternity brothers, his uncle is like Mark Jacobs. You know what I mean? So I'm going to a fraternity in Hawaii where a lot of people. Who's Mark Jacobs? Sorry. Uh, Mark Jacobs is a designer. So it's like oh. basically his, his uncle being Calvin Klein. Or his oh, uncle being Tommy Hilfiger. Nice. Yeah, so, like, his, his uncle is Mark Jacobs. And that was super dope, dude. That was like, dude, that's cool. But like, so basically with that, it's just like a lot of white people. I was gonna say, not white people. I shouldn't. I shouldn't put it into like a little. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. Box. We gotta try to remove ourselves. Yeah, I know. Just, Minority wise, exactly. We I know because it's making us sound like them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because my wife, my wife calls it out on me all the time. Because sometimes I say, "Oh, white people, this white people, that," and she says, "No, bro, it's not. It's their people." You know, yeah. she's real good at, at, at cutting me off like that. I'm like, glad, no. especially as a black woman, that's amazing. Exactly, bro. That's I'm amazing. Telling you, you know, it's, it's amazing for real. So that you know, not to cut you off. No, no, anything, but I you understand. know, like let's 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 fix it because now. I, I know I need to be better, especially about that because especially being you know this black, it's always feeling like us against them and like growing up, their parents bro. Sometimes they like, don't don't trust white people. Even black, being a black man, bro, they they say that, dude. I don't know if it's like with being Mexican how it is, but like yeah. sometimes they say that because it's like us against them, especially in the valley sometimes. And it's funny because I was working at Zoomies one time in Bakersfield, and I guess one of my, my store manager, she got told by like this white, older white man. It was like, wow, I've never seen that before. And she's like, what? And I was wearing a Metallica shirt, and she's like, a black dude wearing a Metallica shirt. I'm like, that is crazy but we live in this valley obviously we know it's more racially all right bro yeah man hey this whole conversation has been super sick with you i know like the whole vibe changed because outside you know they're doing the uh the global warming out there it looks like <laughs> looks like they're doing the global warming so global global warming's real bro tell biden uh, we need a, another stimmy check Our icebergs are melting <laughs> facts but no dude like like this is honestly might be my favorite. I've watched like Brittany Ilias. I watched No Jumper. I watched Flagrant too, bro. This is my favorite podcast right now. I can't, oh, I dude, can't hell wait, yeah! I can't wait till this shit comes out, bro. For real, it's gonna be super sick, dude. You did hello well, and like I think I, this whole interview has been dope, man. You got to get to know me a little bit better. Everyone here, I think they got to get to know me a little bit better. Hi, hopefully, you hire me. Hey, hire me, DJ King Keon at on Instagram. I got you for sure. But dude, like no, like it's just been so natural with us. Yeah, exactly. That's it's been what so I, natural, I, man. I, podcast from the beginning should always be intimate 
you know? Truly. It should be Truly. me and you just talking as who we are. Yeah. And this small environment really allows that to happen, you know? Because well, we could be at a studio, like, a real studio professional, like, yeah. in a fucking skyscraper. Uh, but then it wouldn't feel right, bro. No, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it, it wouldn't feel right with production people all behind us. And, like, nah, that... Like nah. this in your house talking to you. I know who you are. I know who you are as a person. I know who you are as a businessman. And yeah. I respect you so much, bud. For real. Yeah. For Th- real. Thank you, bro. I, as well as I do, I respect you very much, bro. Because you take it takes balls, bro, to do what you do. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And you know, and I, you know, I'm super happy you didn't freeze up on the microphone. I know that you <laughs> wouldn't. And I'm, yeah. I'm I'm really happy that your personality was able to shine. I think through. I think so too, and I I'm so happy you got to just fucking put that on the pedestal and just who I am as a man, who I am yeah. as a person, who I am as a DJ, bro, and like that's who I am to a T because I don't fucking bullshit nobody, I don't act fake around nobody, cause that's not me, and I would never do that ever in my life. But people in the entertainment industry, we we already know, bro. I've been fucked over so much by so many promoters, so many people, bro. People in Hawaii, bro, they trade fucking DJ gigs for cocaine. Like he'll give him a gram of cocaine, and he's like, okay, bro, you can take my fucking set. Like that's some Whoa. weird. Bro, music industry is grimy. I'm in. A, I've been in the music industry since 2016. It's grimy, bro. And like, I don't not support that too at all. And the promoters I know who like Tommy and Tommy and Bakersfield. I love you, Andrew. You already know Andrew Vision Entertainment. Like those are my people, bro. Because they're literally people. Yeah. They treat you like people. As opposed to fucking a commodity or just someone you can make bread off of. Yeah, and I'm, you know what? I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. Because I... I, I say comedian, yeah. huh? Yeah. Do they see the monetary value, yeah. Cuddy? They see it, Cuddy. Yeah. I, I, I seen it. I seen it. I'm not going to lie. I'm the type of motherfucker that will give you uh, a gram of cocaine to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, take two, please. <laughs> like, please, no, no, give no, me 20 minutes. No, that's why, <laughs> no for real. You know what no, I mean? I get it. And it's so weird that someone who even like... Stupid that low to do something like that, you know? Ah, dude, is it stooping low or is it trying to get out there? Now, paying people in dope, if you're willing to get paid in dope, then you yeah. have a problem. I think you have a problem. I agree. I think you have a problem if you're willing to get paid. you have that problem, so maybe they're exploiting it. Uh, 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 the type of person I am, I would. Uh, I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. Bro, this guy is too funny, bro. Yeah, I love it. I would. I, no, no, I no, exactly. And it's like, obviously, it's. You're not doing crack. Like you want to do crack for a set? No. Like, no. I, I wouldn't book a crack set. I, yeah. I wouldn't. Put, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't book a crackhead. I wouldn't. I wouldn't book a heroin addict. Dude, you know what? I told my fucking roommate I'm doing do, doing your podcast. He's like in Porterville. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the fucking homies podcast in Porterville. He's like, that's a crack capital of the world. No, I said, really? I said, oh, what the my fuck? God. I said, you know this fucking uh, about five to one women. Uh, five to one woman uh, man ratio in Porterville. I was like, bro, where you pulling this? These the stick is out your ass. I was like, <laughs> that, that boy's been hitting the dope. Oh, bro. Bro. Hey, hey. Something. I, I was just baffled by it because obviously I never been here too much. So when he said that, I was dead. Bro. That's funny, dude. And that's my roommate. Oh goodness gracious! And you know what I thought was funny that you that you brought up uh, that thing about Hawaii. <laughs> Bring it up, bro. Bro, like. Bro, about Hawaii, like which one? The, <laughs> uh, the one where you said that the soldiers fuck everything up. 
No. Oh my god. Literally, I'm looking to fucking camera now. You guys ruin everything. I've been a DJ. You guys fucking ruin everything. Like you guys don't have to fight. Why are you guys fighting? You guys fighting about like what? Over a fucking Hawaiian girl who's fucking 18? Chill the fuck. No, bro. You get gnarly too because sometimes they'll come to campus with their fucking flags flying around the back, their um, uh, Donald Trump flags and everything flying behind the back of their uh, H2 Hummers. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But no, no, just trying to get out all the girls to heckle. They're like, hey, baby, hey, girl, what you doing? Hey, we're girl. While they were going to class or going to <sighs> different dorms. Like, it's Friday. It's Friday at 7.30 p.m. Like, why you guys at a fucking college campus heckling at the women? Trying to get the women. I'm like, okay, so it's a different type of breed on Oahu. Hey, well, let me. <laughs> hey, it's, it's a different type of breed on Oahu, bro. Well, let me tell you why, bro. We no. need. We're about to go to war, bro. We gotta get enough. We gotta get that pussy. You gotta. We gotta leave the legacy behind, dog. <laughs> These niggas going to war over uh to Syria for some oil. Uh, some oil that uh we've been getting. That's six dollars a fucking price, Joe Biden. But it's okay. That's all right, bro. Trump will be back soon yeah, enough. I baby. got a Honda Civic. That's why it's okay. I got a Honda Civic. I don't know what he got, but yeah, it's fine for me, Joe. You do what you need to do, brother. <laughs> brother, man. Hey, you hear what he said? He said, "Uh, I may be a white boy. I'm not stupid. Yeah, you not, Joe." <laughs> Cavill, you see this? <laughs> yo, fuck, can we? Yo, yeah, yo, you want yeah. to say Camila? Can you Camila. Mexican, Mexican? Camila, Camila, La Camila, 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 Camila Cabello is fire though. Is that the bitch that sings? Oh, no, no. young thug, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, free slime, bro. Hey, free slime at I, this prison, bro. Gunna, I don't know about you, but... Fuck You rat. You told your mom. What do you... T I, you think Gunna would tell his mom? 110% yeah, he would. Damn. For the millions? Damn. He... I, I don't know him personally, but... Uh, I feel like I know but, him personally at this point. <laughs> but, you know, anyone that's willing to call themselves slimes and snakes... Yeah. You know, how far... And say slap. <laughs> no, hey, that's, that's what I do when I'm sneezing. I go slack. <laughs> you know, no problem to to the gang members out there. We're yeah. all friends here, and right. if you want to talk about the gang banging shit that you've done on the podcast, I'm more than willing to have that's, you on. That's what we're all about is that gang banging podcast. Yeah. But no, oh, the, the, the gunner, bro, that shit was wild. To stone your brother <laughs> like that, I would never. Dude, someone that brought you up, dude, that somebody that signed you, that made sure that you were eating with him, and then tried to put you in a better position that you were, but then you were. You were like, oh man, I need another perk 30. <laughs> perk 30 I popped a perk 10. Perk 10, I popped another perk 20. Perk 10, 20. I need all that shit, bro. That shit, I be dead. <laughs> that TikTok sounds crazy, bro. It really is crazy right yeah. now, bro. The white boys are hitting it. Oh, dude. Dude, it's scary, dude. I just saw, like, on TikTok, this fucking, this kid, he was, he was, a uh, he was, a uh, we're good. He was, um, he had the press blueies on a on a film like uh, on the film okay of aluminum foil sorry, and he was teaching people how to freebase it, and he had like millions of what? likes. That and if what? you don't know what the fuck that is, people, that's fentanyl, bro. Literally you you fat. You don't do them shits, bro. At them all. drugs are bad for you, bro. If you if you want to do a drug, just just smoke some weed and listen to the podcast, bro. <laughs> that head part, bro. Listen yeah. to table talks, bro. Yeah. We got you. We're all we're all the drugs you need here. Yeah, listen to me. It's fucking like uh, taking a yeah. Get a natural high, bro. Yeah, taking a hit of heroin. It's like listen to Keon. <laughs> but no, dude. Like it's pretty gnarly. It's getting bad here, especially in the valley, bro. It's getting not especially in the valley, but also in LA. You see those elementary or middle school kids get die. They died is from like they found in their backpacks. Middle school children, bro, crazy. 
crazy that's scary yeah no it no it really is man and like they take a press blue then they want to change their sex <laughs> no cap they're like daddy can i uh become a girl i'm like what he took it for 20 huh yeah. he said he's like dad dad can i change into girl because all the bitches get free perkies <laughs> <laughs> TikTok likes. Oh, Bro, that's, that's crazy. You know what's so funny? We were t- before the fucking audio cut off. <laughs> we were talking. We were having like a super deep. We were oh, having yeah, like we a were. super deep combo. We that we just came back and we were just fucking ripping. <laughs> we were just making fun of everything. I love bro. Yeah. Literally everything. Because, bro, stop. Stop fucking thank you, taking everything serious. Laugh at shit, bro. Make jokes about shit, dude. Because, like, why are you so serious about life, dude? What the fuck are you going through in middle school at 12 or 13, bro? Oh, you're fucking Mr. Miss Johnson who fucked you over in your math class? Dude, chill out. Like, chill the fuck yeah. out. You can barely run a five-minute mile. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, bro. Like, seriously, though. You're walking your mile. You're over here caring about Miss Johnson in your math class. Literally, there's way more stuff to care about. And, like, you need to understand your and enjoy your youth. Yeah. Because it's really a blessing until you fucking get to college or until you fucking have to start adulting. And, like, it gets rough out here. And, like, if you don't know what you want to do, that's totally fine. Sometimes people are my age don't know what the fuck they want to do. That's totally fine. You guys are dwelling way too much on other shit to where you don't need to dwell on those things. But dwell on, like, your future. Dwell on your legacy. Dwell. I love how you said legacy. Create a legacy for your kids, for your family, for your, your Warren generation. That's me, Keon Warren. For, for your Warren generation. Or for your Medina generation. Create something for them so you guys can go so much farther in the future. Because there's so much better... There's so much better things to do rather than talk about fucking gonna or talk about this things on TikTok or how fucking um, these TikTokers are doing, bro. Stop dwelling too much. You guys dwell way too much on your sadness, dwell way too much. Sometimes dwell, people dwell too much on your happiness. Just live in the present, man. Yeah. I live in the it's fucking present. Hard as fuck. It, hard as fuck it really to do. Is. It, takes, it takes time, uh, patience, and practice. It, patience and practice is big. Yeah. And everything you do. Um, Thank yeah. you so much, man. Thank yeah, you no, so much. Dude, fucking so. no, thank. I'm th- glad to be here, man. Uh, I just wanna, um, just wanna, just preach like, hey, August, eight, not August. Shit, that's my birthday. August first though is my birthday. If y'all wanna send me a cash up, cash up. Uh, I'm playing. <laughs> but no, uh, April fourth, man. Mickey Avalon. I'll be doing that in fucking Bakersfield at 1933. Thanks, shout out to Andrew. That's a big fucking show. If you love my dick, then da, 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 you, that's fucking Mickey Avalon, MySpace era. So if you're in the MySpace era, come fuck with me. I'm the DJ there for that. I'm also doing emo prom, which is much sooner than that, March 17th at a fucking, uh, where's this? At? I think it's at Palazzo, Palazzo in downtown Bakersfield. Come through, please, March 17th. March 17th, Melissa Marie, Millionaires is doing her fucking thing. She'll be popping out. So if you want to do emo prom, invite your girl to prom or ask your girl. To, matter of fact, ask your girl to prom, man. The fact that you're 20 years old to get to ask your girl to prom, she's going to love that. And it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to throw down for you guys and have so much fun. And Sal's ass and his girl's going to be there too. So yeah, I hope be, so. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. If you let me stand next to you uh, whenever you're DJ, yeah. and I've always wanted to be that dude behind the DJ just going like, hey, yeah, that's yeah. That's going to be you. That's yeah, going to be you. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. I'll be bro. there. That, that's tight, man. It's going to be fun, man. I'm just... Again, I'm just happy to be here at Table Talk. Table Talk with Sal, baby. You know, we keep it real. We keep it raw in this motherfucker. Honestly. So where can they get your... Uh, give them your handles before we cut Okay, off. perfect. Uh, Instagram, at DJ King Keon. Um, inst- I mean, Twitter, the King Keon, K-E-O-N. 
Um, then Snapchat, bro, call me king. It's call me king. Literally, call me king 20. So hit me up, bro. I got you guys for every gig. I usually charge maybe like $100 an hour, maybe $110 an hour, depending on what it is. Um, I'll be also in Hollywood March 18th with Melissa Marie and like doing the stuff in Hollywood, too. I don't know exactly where that venue is, but just stay up, up to date with my socials and I got you guys. And uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. listening. I appreciate it for me being here. I uh, know I didn't get to like spin too much for you guys, but hey, I'm gonna spin too much for you guys when you guys see me. So yeah, love to see it. It's too easy, bro. He'll be uh he'll be back soon. I want to I want to talk to you after you do your show. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to you after your shows, and that way you could spin something for us. That'd be perfect. And then you also, dude, I think I think you're gonna be the the sound guy for for my uh, show in May. Damn. I think. Glad I, I beat that dude. I don't know who it was, but hey, fuck him. But <laughs> no, no, I love <laughs> I love I love Trent. I love Trent too. Hey, shout out to Trent, man. Yeah, Seriously, any DJ, bro, like, bro. Well, he's oh. a comedian. But oh, he's he, a comedian. He's a comedian, but he has all the sound gear. Good, good, so good. he kind of like muscles his way in there. No, and like it's funny because being in the entertainment industry, bro, being a DJ, you know how many chords I have to deal with? You know how many like problem audio issues I've had to deal with? Bro, I've been in front of like places and crowds of people to where I'm dealing with shit on the stage for like 15 minutes while they're all just like just watching you. And that's just nerve wracking, huh? Bro, my. I'm just like this. It's like, please start. Please start. Please start. And I'm clicking my button. And then it finally works. And I don't know why it works, but it does. And like, it's super sick. So I've been through all those issues, man. And like, dude, I totally understand. So my shout out to Trent and everybody trying to DJ, bro. Keep at it, man. Keep at it. Don't stop. I know it gets rough sometimes, but hey, that's what the fucking dispute in this struggle like j cole said it's been in this struggle yeah bro you got to fall in love with it bro you got to fall in love with it all right this time for reals that's it well uh thank you for listening to table talk with sal yeah. i'm your host sal and we have keon right here on the tables and dude thank you we keep it raw thank we keep you, it man. real blessings Peace. thank you thank everybody